Attention! The movie guys love movies. Any comments about the tragedy of a Tony, BAFTA, and Olivier-winning actor and artistic director of Shakespeare's Globe Theater beating the star of Stop or My Mom Will Shoot for an Oscar are purely for entertainment purposes only. Isn't that right, Frank Stallone's brother? Sly, just remember, no matter what they say, to me, you are the best. You were the winner. I'm proud of you. Is that what he's become already? Frank Stallone's brother. No. But I will say, Oscar was, I enjoyed Oscar. Oscar was good. Oscar was good. Stallone I mean, was an Oscar, right? The movie Oscar. Oh, yes. Yeah, it was oh, a lot of fun. That's the one he's he, already won an Oscar, the role in Oscar. Yeah, exactly. He won that role as <laughs> that's Oscar. That's the one he can retire with. I thought he wrote that movie. He didn't write that movie? He might have. I thought he wrote Oscar. Oh, no, it was a play. Was it a play? Oh, but okay. he might have adapted it because he could adapt. Was it really? Anything. I John, think it was. John Landis. Oh, okay. Awesome. Oh. Oh, they made you direct that movie. I don't know who wrote it. That was enjoyable. Where movie. was that? You Fortune? are skipping his career, though. Yeah, of course. <laughs> <laughs> I I honestly would like to have seen him win that one, but having yeah. seen the performance, I just wasn't bowled over. I didn't see the guy who won. Yeah. But uh, it's even more understated. Is it Bridge of Spies? Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. I was upset because I did not win the uh, Rotaflex because I really thought that I was going to get big points with Stallone. How does he not win? Uh, Such That's a bummer. Because there was an actual good performance Shush. that was turned in by other actors. <laughs> okay. yeah. Stallone was good. But even, it was even, good. It was but, good. But even with all the sentimental favorite behind him, he no, didn't. I'm, I was surprised because now it's never going to happen. right? Because Rocky won as a picture, yeah. but he didn't win... Best actor I think when you take the last two Rocky movies, including Creed, so Creed and Rocky Balboa, and you take your character out the way they did, I think that's great. I mean, yeah. you, you could have been a lot more sentimental about it in a really bad way, mm-hmm. as opposed to just a guy with the weight of the world on his shoulders and dealing with a lot of loss. Mm-hmm. I, don't know, I thought it was cool. It was cool, but the thing is, I don't know. I mean, I haven't seen Bridge of Spies. Have you? Mm-hmm. It do- who turns into better performance? That category every year is it's the dumb. hardest category. Mm. It's a dumb category. I mean, who turns the best performance? <laughs> Christian Bale. That's who. Yeah. I mean, I yeah. yeah. It's like, who knows? Actually, I did see that. Yeah, I did see that. Yeah, and so. he's great at that. that. Was better. He was like, better than Stallone, yeah. Yes, Adam's pointing at me. I'm so curious. Your boy Bill Murray nails yes. this. He used to nail this in Saturday Night Live every yes. year because he would do the Oscar predictions. Mm-hmm. And he would go through very uh, qualitatively the best picture, the best actor, the best actress. And then he would go to best best supporting actor and best supporting actress. And he'd go, ah, nobody cares about these. And he'd shove them <laughs> off the board. I always thought that was the greatest thing. And it's true. It's like, what? supporting actor? All right, whatever. Hey, welcome to the movie showcast everybody we'll get plenty of uh, oscar talk later in the show part of the vast and sprawling movie guys empire all right you've proved your point you've broken into my vault congratulations you're a dead man you've reached ground zero for all things movies and comedy we bring the two together right here on our show every week with jokes rants sketches characters banter bits special guests and more as we broadcast from our studio the admiral's club in the heart of burbank airport's flyover zone Mm. They don't stop making movies, so we don't stop making comedy shows about movies, which means you can get a new show every week at themovieguys.net, as well as iTunes. Tons of people listen on iTunes. SoundCloud? Not a lot of people listen on <laughs> Stitcher, there Vimeo, for, for YouTube? Absolutely free. And we encourage you to subscribe 
especially at iTunes. Share and like posts. Rate us. Leave a review. We appreciate that. And if you do, still. You know, Paul, I was running a little late today and didn't have a chance to <laughs> stop at the ATM. How much would this cost me? I don't have any money on me now. Keep your money. Yeah? Absolutely free. Oh, that's, oh, crazy. Oh, that's craziness. Wow. We're also on WBAD.net Fridays at 4 p.m. Eastern, 1 Pacific, and the great WRFA 107.9 in Jamestown, New York, mm-hmm. every Monday at 8 Eastern. Basically, just search the movie guys on Bing, Yahoo, or Google. 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 And we come right up. I'm your host for the hardest working comedy show in the airwaves, Paul Preston, here with Karen Volpe. Don't uh, order the schnitzel. They're using schnauzer. <laughs> Adam Witt. I'm altering the deal. Pray I don't alter it any further. Very nice. And Bart Caius. <laughs> of course, the Italians. They're musical idiots. <laughs> Joining us later in the show is an actor and improviser who's made some short films and appeared on East Los High on Hulu, Matt Condi. Oh, hey, 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 Matt Condi. How would you pronounce that again? Condi. No, East Los High? Yeah, yeah, yeah. East Los High. No, seriously. What, what are you saying? East Los High. East, oh, East, like the I direction. Can, yes. Yeah, Los, Los High. Los, and then like a high school? East Los High? Yes. Oh, yeah. is that a place? Is that a real place? We'll have it explained to you later. I, I will need it explained to me. None of those three words I thought were all that complicated. But when you string them together, <laughs> it sounds East Los High. I, it, That's true. It doesn't sound like a high school, but I guess it is. Yes. But again, it'll be explained to me. Is that in season bit. two? Four, I believe we're going to. Oh, into. my God. Yes. Four? Uh, oh, and as awesome. I mentioned, later in the show, we're yes. doing a full uh, Oscars recap. But uh, yeah. as ever, we will bring you... Movie Previews. Right. Movie Previews, where we offer for. up some jokes and riff on what we think the movies will be based on the trailers and the new stuff coming out this weekend. This helps you going in. You're welcome. This week sees three more films coming out, whether it's terrorism, foreign occupation, or interspecies procreation. There's nothing this week takes seriously. First up, our sensitivity to 9-11 imagery is tested once again, and London has fallen. And Zootopia. Wasn't that a U2 album? My favorite of them. Yeah. And later in the show, hot on the heels of last winter's release of Sisters, Tina Fey doesn't return to the big screen so much as she stays on it with Whiskey Tango Foxtrot. The network needs reporters on the ground in Afghanistan. And you folks are all the unmarried, childless personnel in this bureau. Kim, are you going to be joining in? The travel or the crime? <laughs> How many people do you need? <laughs> Tina Fey. As only she can be, Tina, Tina Fey. Fey ladies and gentlemen. I love the whole Tina Fey thing that's going on right now with those yoga commercials, the American Express with the dog, the yoga. That's the Tina Fey I like. And I also like the Tina Fey that was on the Oscars, where she was the comic relief to Steve Carell being serious. Loved that. She hosted hmm. the Oscars? She did a bit, like a little presentation oh, oh. thing. Presented. It was great. Well, she should. Chris Rock hosted the Oscars. Yeah, yeah. this did year. You no, no. The yes, I watched them. I thought you were okay. referring to a previous Oscar cast. Were you not no, way late was... on uh, Bart, Highland uh, somewhere? He said he came late. He didn't have any money. <laughs> Repeat after me. East. East. Los. 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 High. 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 Right. East the high. East high. The high. Uh, she should probably host the Oscars, though, because right? she, Amy did yeah. a great job two years in a row, I think. With the, the Golden Globes. With the Globes, yeah. Now, the question is, is somebody said that because I guess uh, I guess Chris Rock uh, had low ratings or whatever, but the, the program has low ratings. I mean, it's hard to get high ratings. Uh, the, the story the day after the Oscars every year is, huh, low ratings for the Oscars. <laughs> what are you comparing it to at this point? Yeah. Like, for the last, well, the last 10 years, we've had really low ratings. Well, then that's the ratings. <laughs> 
<laughs> right? So, that's a good you know what their you know what their best <laughs> it's way a to story every day. Maybe yeah. maybe a better way to get people involved in and this they bring up this every year too is like maybe we should have nominated Transformers and Pirates of the Caribbean four. <laughs> yeah, well, and I, then everybody shows up because they all went to that movie. Furious sh- Seven Best Picture nomination. Maybe you shouldn't have a boring awards show that's uh, pretty self centered in uh, the, the Hollywood. We I, all watch. We live here. Yeah, <laughs> I, honestly, I think that's more what's going on. Is right? America's like you know what? I don't need to be preached at and told about how great each other. Each of you right. are because yeah. I don't live that life and screw you. I'm and just gonna say, Bart, this is a perfect example. Where are you Grandpa from? Grandpa Caius, Ohio. Caius, Ohio. What that cute little town you're from? Cleveland. All right, Cleveland. <laughs> Adorable. I thought you were from like Columbus town. or something cuter. No, Cleveland. I'm right. actually from a town called Illyria. Yeah, you right. get smaller. So let's go sounds like Illyria. a disease. So if I we, Cincinnati, if I was smaller. told that I could watch. The Illyria Chamber of Commerce presentation, <laughs> and I could watch it for Civic three. Civic Awards presentation, yes. and bets. it's important to the people of Illyria, <laughs> and they know everybody nominated. Yeah. I wouldn't want to watch that. You know, what? I'm so glad that you guys shared this with me because this, I mean? this occurred to me after this discussion of low ratings, and I, yeah. I sat back and I thought, I think it's just that the rest of the country is like, I don't really care much anymore that you two or that you like each other so much. Yeah. Great. I'll just go back to the movie yeah. theater when this is all over. Like, for example, in Illyria, is there any sort of thing that they do mostly? Like, do they make cars or do they have any sort of... We have a good wrestling team. All right. right. So you have this great <laughs> wrestling team. So now I, can, I might be able to get behind that. Like, I'll go, oh, Illyria's got a great wrestling team. That's all I need to know. Mm-hmm. But if they get into the logistics of who right? did what and giving them an award... I don't need to know that. So the people of Illyria don't really care who wrote Spotlight. Yeah. They just go see a movie. I had, uh, yeah. I called into a London radio station. I listened to this, Paul. Very after, well done. And that, that <laughs> really? idea, the thought yeah. came to me while I was talking to the guy after uh, on Oscar night after it was all said and done about the party because he wanted to know what parties yeah, does everyone go to? I'm like, I don't <laughs> know. Yeah. Yeah. I have no idea. But I did in the moment thought of, you know, it's cool if you go to that Elton John yeah. charity thing because you right. have to self-congratulate all night. Give back. Give for the love load. of God, yeah. go to yeah. Elton's thing and like do a charity thing where all this money goes to somebody who really needs it as opposed to everyone just patting themselves on the back. And am I wrong in remembering that Chris Rock hosted this before and didn't do great? I don't remember him hosting. He I do. John re- Stewart did it, and those are not very memorable years. But I remember him doing it before, and I remember after the day after, people going, "Wow, uh, this may have sunk." But you him. know what year you remember? <laughs> Letterman, and, yeah. and he yeah. got crabbed yeah. for twenty yeah. years. Absolutely. Everybody remembers. And his you appearance. always remember um, that other guy. God, now I can't remember his name. That's horrible. Exactly. Steve Martin. Exactly. No, the other guy. Billy Crystal. No, exactly. Billy Crystal. <laughs> wow, your point was just really muddled. There. I just no. made a horrible no. mess. Here's the point. I think, anyway, based on the discussions Chris the day Rock after did the 2005, Oscar, by the way. Thank okay. you. Based on the discussion the day after the Oscar, there's never been a good host. I mean, we, we, Except Billy Crystal. Billy, everybody loves Billy. Yeah, I, I thought so. Ellen did well. But, we like Steve. But he is the Muzak of hosts. We all just don't have an opinion, and yeah. that is considered success, I think, for the Oscars. Right? Am right. I wrong about that? Yeah. Carson? Did, there, he do, well, did he do it more than once? I think so. What yeah. do you got to go back to? Bob to get Carson. Yeah. Chevy Chase. Hey, he someone said Louis C.K. should, should oh, host. Oh, yeah, after, I think especially so. after his Absolutely. presentation. Now, that presentation for. That was and funny. That, and what was so great is he presented the category we could all give a crap about. Yeah, best right? documentary short. Or best documentary right? short. Yeah. And nailed it and made us all interested. And boy, that the comic timing of that piece is so yeah. wonderful. His concept that this could change these people's lives yes. unlike any other award was fantastic. <laughs> yeah. But, but did he, you notice who won? No. The woman who won it last year. Ah! 
Oh, really? So, so her life did, didn't really change. It, it was changed just, last year, it did. <laughs> okay, forgetting this is the that. Oscar that's going home in a Honda Civic. Yeah, yeah. yeah. going home in a Honda built. Civic. And the funniest thing was, he did this whole thing, and he kept beating it to death as only a comic, a, a perfect comic genius could, that this Oscar is going home in a, in a Honda Civic. And then he takes this long pause after saying, this is a dumb category. This is, you know, the, the, whoever's getting this, this is stupid. Nobody's paying attention. He beat that in the ground. He takes this long pause, and he goes, and the Oscar goes to <laughs> big laugh, like huge, like just a, as only a comic. Well, master I'm voting for could I'm nail. voting for Tina and Amy next year. I think that would be. But great. can they? they might, that would goes back to my question. Can they do that? Because the Golden Globes, they're sure, so known for the Golden sure. Globes. I don't know if they can just switch that over. Oh, maybe I don't know. But mm. but I thought you might say because of the tone shift. Like Ricky Gervais holding the whiskey or the scotch, yeah. unbelievable, doing, yeah. and so ripping great. everybody to shreds and giving out awards. That's kind of the tone of that for yeah. years, you know, and whether they can take that tone to the But Oscars. if you're that well-known for the Golden Globes, will the Oscars go, are they just going to be a little more pri- pri- yeah. proprietary? And say, mm, uh, it turns out that Johnny that. Carson did it five times. Wow. Karen, I don't remember any of that. Enjoying that computer, right? Who's that? I'm enjoying I love looking stuff up. Johnny Carson did it five times, but it was mostly in the are 80s. Those, as I've Carson? said before, we're going to talk Oscars later in oh, the show. Oh, okay. But Stay it, tuned. Did, That'll happen. Who'd have thunk we went in a tangent? What did movies come out this week? <laughs> oh, let's get to our first film. Uh, it involves a, a very, you know, I love when Morgan Freeman's uh, in a movie because you get that stuff like this. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. <laughs> first of all, my God's general in a movie. My God. Yeah, I know. That's your favorite my thing. God. It is my, my favorite God. thing. Yeah. And they love to do it all the time. Didn't it's Jeff Goldblum like, say that in the Independence Day 2 trailer? Yeah, I think my so. God. He does. Yeah. <laughs> like I said last week. Dong in trailers, we're done with it. Mm-hmm. British guys playing, you know, every foreign person in a movie, British. You'd think you'd stop, but mm. they still. Every movie. Oh my God. Like, still, <laughs> we've done Oh My God a bazillion times, and here it is again. And I guess if you have Freeman, you figure we're going to do it better. You know what's interesting? Whenever Hillary Clinton, for real, while watching Osama bin Laden get killed, said, Oh my God, and she had a hard time for it. Did she? She gets a hard time for literally yes, everything right. you know what I mean? she does. But they do this in movies all the time. Oh, my God. But she said that and held her mouth, and now it's like, she's a woman, and she's weak, and she can't handle oh, things. everything Are she does. Are you kidding? It's crazy. It's the most sexist stuff that happens it's that everybody ridiculous. just accepts. Is like, well, I don't know. She really should be tested. Because <laughs> they always talk about her polyester pantsuits. Men wear polyester suits all the time <laughs> and she just happens to wear, wear pants polyester, but yeah but do you know what i mean if they're, they did they're, if they did they wouldn't wear anyway. if ted cruz wore a polyester suit that wouldn't be the thing they talk about no <laughs> it's true right, let's get to our first anyway. film and there's a guy with no fashion sense just uh just months <laughs> after the paris bombings here comes london has fallen too soon okay well it's a sequel to a movie made three years ago still too soon <laughs> Bart, let's talk about it. Here we go. Has fallen. Has fallen. What do the kids call that? Matchups or something? It's a mashup. That's a DJ. I DJ'd you right there. Yeah. The kids are digging this right now. Well, here it is, everyone. The sequel to Olympus Has Fallen. Where the movie changes locations from Mount Olympus, I assume, to London. You never studied. With the success of the original film, London Has Fallen has increased its budget to not enough to buy a Clash song. <laughs> An attack has decimated the British capital. Five of the world's leaders are now dead. Stay with me. We'll get you out of here. The American president. Yeah. 
We have a movie list. Yes, Absolutely. Wow. Oh, oh my god. <laughs> oh my god. This sequel also attempts Ooh. to clear things up after Olympus has fallen, the 2013 release, which disappointed audiences who hoped for an actual Greek tragedy about a failing camera company. <laughs> and lest you think the title London Has Fallen is simply a metaphor. Oh no. My good friend, yes. they literally blow up London. Oh. Mm -hmm. Not since the Blitzkrieg of World War II has Great Britain experienced such horror. Okay, maybe not since the Spice Girls, but still, <laughs> it's pretty bad. After the mysterious death of the British Prime Minister, we suspect it was something he ate. The English contribution to world cuisine. The chip. <laughs> All the world's leaders converge on London to attend the funeral, except, of course, President Obama. Um, sorry, wait, he only refuses to attend the funeral of U.S. Supreme Court justices. My mistake. And so concludes Bart's political commentary for this week's showcast. God, he's terrible. With the head of the world's power players in attendance. Don Barsini, I want to thank you for helping me organize this meeting here today. And also the other heads of the five families of New York and New Jersey. Terrorists find it too much of an opportunity to resist, and so they attack, as terrorists are wont to do, killing many world leaders and taking the president of the United States hostage. Head terrorist Karman Barkawi plans to live stream the president's execution via the YouTubes. Unfortunately, the drama of the live online YouTube presentation of the assassination of the president is undercut when viewers of the grisly execution are forced to wait 15 seconds yeah. as they watch a Geico insurance ad beforehand. Sure. The movie stars Gerard Butler as the best there is, Ooh. Aaron Eckhart as Thomas Jane, and Morgan Freeman as the president. Oh my God. Actually, Aaron Eckhart is the president, Morgan Freeman is not. Well, he should be. <laughs> An important takeaway from these films, major cities keep falling, and there's one guy who's always around when they do. So, much like we suggest Liam Neeson stop answering phones in movies, <laughs> when you see Gerard Butler in a big city, just step away. <laughs> oh my God. And it's just in time for the height of the presidential campaign season comes a movie that reminds us all of just how completely pathetic and lame every single one of the current presidential candidates <laughs> truly is. I mean, come on. Can anyone really imagine any of them driving a getaway car while their Secret Service is returning fire? And really, I think that's what we're looking for in a president. Someone who can literally man the wheel. Or woman the wheel, you know. But you get what I'm saying. It's, it's time for a badass, kick-ass, quick-quipping president. Who's with me? USA! 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 I love chanting! I love chanting! I love chanting! I thought you said I love chicken. It took me a second. I love that too. If you're American, you love chicken. I love chicken. I love chanting. I love chanting. You know what? Maybe Hillary Clinton could drive a getaway car. That's, oh, absolutely. I, I, she's been Secretary of State. She's a she's carpetbagger who parlayed a cheating husband into a political career. She That's, could do anything. And yeah, then, <laughs> she could do anything. And then had a, a political carpet, career what? for 20 years after that. She was literally just standing next to somebody who said, hey, how about you? You can do this. She has accomplished nothing. Except Done being nothing. a senator and a secretary of state. That's so she, pretty good. So, so she carpet bags into New York, well, buys a house, gets gets elected by a dumb electorate in New York, and that's an accomplishment. Um, well, and so concludes Bart's political commentary for this. Can we conclude Adams? It's okay. I have to ask a question about Obama. Was pretty good. He's no Morgan Freeman. 
Uh, I have a question. So is Olympus the code name for London? Is that how this works? No, Olympus is a code name for the White House. But so the code name for London is London. They're not too clever over so there. So Olympus <laughs> is falling, so the White House is falling, but it's just visiting somewhere else at the no, time? No, something else is falling altogether. This time London. Los, the White East, House, East Los what? High Wait, is going down. For Karen. The White House is not visiting London. That's but true. the president, so why isn't it just the POTUS has fallen? Look, or no something. one would see that. I was watching the preview for this, and I got very excited when I saw Sean, Sean O'Brien right there in the hub of it all, right Last next to Morgan Freeman. So exciting. Yeah. yeah, and he's just there looking like a normal guy. Made me think of how he got cast for everything just by being a guy. He Hillary Clinton his way into movies. <laughs> <laughs> I'm done. I'm done. That's it. I'm done. I don't know if you took the same amount of time though. she did. <laughs> That's a good cap. If you're if you're um if you're somebody like Sean O'Brien, I, I, I think about this all the time. There's a one of my favorite movies, Jerry Maguire. I met the guy who plays the nanny in that movie. The nanny. He plays the nanny. He plays um the nanny to the little kid when um. If you're segueing uh, into a nanny state, no, <laughs> no, I'm segueing into if I'm if I'm a, a you know a, a workaday actor who gets a scene with Tom Cruise or yeah, Morgan right? Freeman. Oh, you'd flip. Do you? Screen, you would be right. Do you screen cap that in your on your TV and then make that into a poster? Do you yeah. put that in your house? Todd Luiso, Todd L O U I S O is the guy. Todd Luiso. No, he's not the nanny from. Here he is. Yeah, is that him? That's him. Oh my gosh, he's gained weight and hair. How, wow, <laughs> he gained hair. Uh, I think apparently, both of them. Yeah, here he is. Yeah. I'd like to imagine Karen stepping onto the set with Bill Murray and you stepping on the set with Tom Cruise oh, yes. and just watching your crazy face and how you're <laughs> unable to carry on conversation. Yeah, that's the guy. There he is. Uh, there is. Did you did anyone here see Olympus has fallen? No. No, but it no. was like the uh it was like the the uh, <laughs> I forget the analogy. It there were two president uh, Oh yes, uh, there was yeah. another one. White House two, Down. White House Down. White House Down. Yeah. So this was the uh uh to volcano, this was the uh, Dante's peak. Yes, but it succeeded, right? right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so this I, was the Dante's. Yeah, I peak. think more so than than White House Down did with the summer release date. I think. Uh, Is this a different president in this one? It's just nope. Aaron, Aaron Eckhart. Eckhart. Aaron Eckhart. He's having a bad president. Thomas Jane. <laughs> <laughs> it's a, yeah. He's having a very accomplished presidency in the sense everybody's that everyone wants to kill him. Everybody's tried to kill him more than you would think people would want to kill Obama. Obama, yeah, <laughs> like, like Thomas Jane. I mean, Aaron Eckhart. Aaron Eckhart. I love you. you. You did it for a bit, and now you actually and now, and now just screwed up. The it's deal actually bit. true. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. funny. Uh, but anyway, if you like this stuff, and early reviews say, you know, it does the job. It does the job. It's all it has stuff to up. do. Yeah. So. What's it, what's it got to be? A good movie? We're not putting that pressure on this. No, and it's also still just the beginning of March. Movie so is. let's not get crazy. Perfect timing for mm-hmm. something like this, right? You know, yeah. This comes out in June or May or something. You're like, then right, this better be a really great yeah. action movie. Yeah. But yeah, this just has to be, you know. And well, considering what it's competing with, a kids movie and... What's the other thing that's coming out? It's it's perfect timing. This, March is like demographic showdown. It's like, look, we have to put out one animated movie a mm-hmm. month. This is that. This one. is that. We have to put one action movie out a month. This is that, and two Christian movies. And then and then <laughs> well, get those. Well, those are coming next those week, coming. everybody. But like you also have, um, young, I, I wouldn't Jesus. say a chick flick because not in the sense that it normally would be considered. You know, everybody's romantic and falling in love, but. Oh, yeah, There's yeah, the totally. woman empowerment movie yeah. that's coming out that all the women will see, and yeah, then you have the kid be. movie, and then you got this guy movie. Yeah. And you're right because uh, Whiskey Tango Foxtrot, right? Yeah, that could easily have been a, a story about two guys. Oh, totally, in but it's women, and that'll be yeah. kind of neat for women to go see that. I'll like that. Yeah, 
Right, yeah. On to our next one. Right. Now, definitely pull the demographic. From yeah. the makers of uh, Animals Can Talk and Video Games Are <laughs> Sentient and Bolt comes Animals Are People. It's Zootopia. Karen, Yay. let's uh, get our listeners up to speed on it. Here we go. Right. Zootopia. Zootopia. You're right. You two really does sing this song. You should release an album, Paul. Killing it this week. Killing it. In the city of Zoopolis, walking, talking animals take on the roles filled by everyday people in our world with personalities aligned with human stereotypes. The fox is a scam artist, always out to trick people. The rabbit is a hyper cop and sloths to run the DMV. But the similarities to our society don't stop there. Oh, there's the hipster penguin mm-hmm. dressing ironically for the Arctic in a tuxedo, <laughs> a climate chosen for the ideal temperature for a cucumber absinthe cosmopolitan. Certainly. There's Zootopia's talent agents, mm-hmm. chimpanzees, who look cute and bear striking resemblance to humans while they plot to eat your face. <laughs> I've had one of those, I think. Zootopia even has movie critics, cats, who stare with a judgment that says they liked your earlier work better. <laughs> and last time we'll bring up politics. They even have politics in Zootopia. Oh, do they? They have a Ted Cruz, a dung beetle, and a Donald Trump, played by a honey badger. Now watch this. Look, a snake's up in the tree. Honey badger don't care. Honey badger don't give a shit. It just takes what it wants. <laughs> and honey badger supporters, played by a pack of hyenas. Starring Jennifer Goodwin is the voice of Perky Mick Fluffy Bunny. That's not her character's name, but it might as well be. You ready to make the world a better place? Her name is Judy Hopps, ah. and she's the first bunny ever to join Zootopia's police force. Excuse me, Paul, but that's rabbit. Mm-hmm. The first rabbit to join the police force. Bunny is a derogatory term and is probably suited for describing women who pose naked in magazines. Of course, how insensitive of me. Mm-hmm. As the first rabbit to join the police force, she is greeted with prejudice and suspicion from her fellow police officers as to whether a rabbit could actually do the job of a cop. <laughs> they think a rabbit disqualifies her from being a police officer? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Wait until they find out she's also a woman. Bart. Bart, you're not helping. Oh, okay. uh, oh my God. God. As I was saying, despite her positive and go-getting attitude, Judy is constantly needing to prove herself to her fellow officers. And so, to finally put all doubts to rest, Judy strikes a deal with her chief, promising to solve the big case in 48 hours or else quit the police force for good. Uh Uh-oh. Sounds like she's going to need some help from an unlikely ally. Well, lucky Mm. for her... And us. Yes. Jason Bateman plays a Wiley Con artist fox and unlikely ally named Nick Wilde. <laughs> Jason Bateman is a fox. That I can get behind. Together they join forces to solve the big case and save the day and Judy's job. I hope I didn't give anything away there. <laughs> Come on. It's a Disney movie. Of course they save the day. Of course it has a happy ending. I think Disney's Latin for save the day. By the way, <laughs> this is not to be confused with Zoophilia. Zootopia is not a vi- on video along with 32 numbered sequels. Don't make the same mistake I did. You'll never be able to unsee it. <laughs> and then, of course, Adam tells me about the Zoophilia. Zoophilia. And then I go and look at it. What is it? Oh, Zoophilia is sex, sex with animals. animals. I thought that was bestiality. Well, oh. I think it's a technical term, oh. zoophilia. I think the internet has created its own term. Oh. I think the Latin version, the fancier <laughs> version, is zoophilia. In Europe, oh, my gosh. <laughs> Don't bring up pictures, Karen. In uh, Europe, well, there are. Don't do it. Karen, <laughs> yeah. why do you have a computer This here? is where we have to draw the line <laughs> yeah. at the computer. I'm just looking at Wikipedia. You've been helpful so far, or at least I'm saying it that. It just says a fixation on non-humans. 
zoophilia. Zoo, but that doesn't include. Does that include like cars? It doesn't include... No, zoo, zoo means... Zoo. Yeah, right? Animals. So I think Wikipedia's got it wrong. It says human husbandry. and non-human animals. <laughs> because humans are animals, if you think about this it. This is true. Well, mm-hmm. now they put at the top of the... Oh, there's a deer no, doing okay, something no. to a woman. Karen, <laughs> now, this, this movie looks right, cute as can be. Uh-huh. Yes. However, no. I've seen The Force Awakens 11 times. Yes. And it plays in long form before that every time. It, they they do that uh-huh. whole sketch. It's Disney. That's that, Disney they doing do that whole synergy. sketch. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yep. they do that whole sketch where the the fox and the rabbit go into the DMV, and everybody at the DMV are sloths. Sure, hilarious. But sloths do everything very slowly, which is the joke, and it takes a little too much time. You know, well, it's well you want to get to Star Wars. Right. I want to get to Star Wars. They probably are, they probably don't sit in the uh, room and say. Now, when someone sees this the eleventh time, I know. They don't don't aim at me. Unlike the Force Awakens, it's not aimed particularly exactly at me. I was watching the preview uh, just to get up to speed on it, and I got to say, there's a couple of things that struck me with it. One is, I think the timing in that scene is fantastic. It is because being a person who's very much like that rabbit, who's like, "Come on, come on, come on!" Yeah. Oh my gosh, the timing of her delivery is dead on because i feel like that too i want to finish people's sentences let's move it along and their eyes are really great there's so much subtlety in the way she's a just big like joke. Mm-hmm. you know well and also the perfect. sloths when the it sloths so hear the joke and he starts to laugh at the joke yeah his it eyes. takes a long time but it's comically perfect yeah it's really well timed yeah and usually it, I, I actually in, in contravention of myself what I just said there it, usually the producers would say oh speed that up speed that up speed it up but you it's can't. actually perfectly paced yeah it's you know? really so well done for that. and the, <laughs> the animation's very lovely to look at it kind of mm-hmm. looks like you oh I know you remember when you were a kid and you would get the little boxes of Peter Rabbit chocolate and it was very shiny and it was the waxy chocolate not the good kind but it would be like Peter Rabbit you know what I'm saying and on the outside is a bunny Maybe. and it was yellow and it was all the colors this is like that come to life <laughs> <laughs> it really is like Easter chocolate and come that to life. Is Karen's analysis, everybody. Wow! <laughs> right, just in time for Easter. You'll see when you go to the Peter CVS. You yeah. just look at the little chocolates. You'll be like, "Oh my God, the boxes of light come now to life." Now it says at the top of this from the people who brought you Frozen, Wreck It Ralph, and Big Hero Six. So oh. that means Disney doesn't have to continue bringing up the Great Mouse Detective. Yeah, <laughs> Black Cauldron. <laughs> so they've had a string of hits recently. I think they have. Yeah, right, yeah. that's kind of a new Disney. Yeah, well, you know, and I still say it's because John Lasseter from Pixar came in and took over the whole Oh, it's probably. I would yeah, agree. I would agree, agree, yeah. Uh, so, yes, I think we'll see that. I'll see that. Oh, totally see that. That's fun. Yeah, it really looks like it's really well directed. And it's Jason Bateman. He's going to be Jason hysterical. Bateman. And I think Jennifer's voice is fantastic, too. I didn't even know who she was. I knew that the actress was a good actor. And then when you told me it was her, I like her from Big Love. And for everybody who's complaining that not enough African-Americans are getting uh, cast, Idris Elba's in this. <laughs> there you that go. That's true. I doubt that's going to smooth it over. <laughs> <laughs> but, but it's going to handle it, that hashtag Disney so white that's been playing. Gone. Gone. Yeah. Gone. Gone. All right, our final film of the weekend is Whiskey Tango Foxtrot. Sounds this like a new be great. drunken line dance you find in taverns across Tennessee, but it's actually a new Tina Fey movie. And Adam, let's tell the people what Ooh, it's all about. Here okay. we go. Whiskey Tango Foxtrot is a fictionalized version of former Chicago Tribune journalist Kim Barker's 2011 memoir, The Taliban Shuffle. A memoir is a book, therefore this is based on a book, which means it is a movie. Paul, oh. you may continue. Wow. Thank you for the clarification. Yes. 
The Taliban shuffles an account of the time Barker spent in Afghanistan and Pakistan in the good old days of 2004 when we actually told the public about an ongoing, costly, violent war. It was a simpler time. Mm. A Taliban shuffle sounds like a radical Islam card trick. <laughs> radical Islam card tricks, by the way, no matter what card you choose, you die. Oh, Just fantastic. <laughs> like the media, Whiskey Tango Foxtrot has replaced tragedy with adorableness. With Tina Fey playing Barker, a cable news producer who decides to take a break from race baiting and political rabble rousing to become a warmonger. I mean, war correspondent. Right. In Afghanistan and Pakistan. Here's a clip of her overcoming a hurdle while reporting in Afghanistan, where she runs out of pens and pencils. Writing supplies, oh. number seven of my 20. The new Amex Everyday credit card with no annual fee. Thank you. Ah. <laughs> The screenplay is by Tina Fey's 30 Rock producing partner, Robert Carlock, so you can expect this to be Liz Lemon in the Middle East. Shut up, Lutz. <laughs> <laughs> Co-star Margot Robbie was last seen in the Oscar-winning film The Big Short, where she played an important educational role while laying naked in a bubble bath. Here's a clip. Now, f*** off. That ought to do it. But in Whiskey Tango Foxtrot, she plays Tanya Vanderpool. A competing reporter who also covering the Middle East, and uh, here's a clip of that. <laughs> so she's showing range, mm -hmm. I guess. Yeah. Yeah. In dark contrast to the whitewashing that a lot of Hollywood movies experience, Whiskey Tango Foxtrot stars Alfred Molina, a mm. man born in London whose mother was Italian and whose father was Spanish. Mm. He plays an Afghani man named Ali Masood Sadiq. I think that's what you call brown washing. Oh my God. Whiskey Tango Foxtrot is military alphabet speak for WTF, WTF, which is Twitter speak for what the f other military Twitter codes include with Foxtrot Tango Whiskey for the win. Uh, Limburger Onomatopoeia Lady Parts, uh, LOL. Nonchalant Steam Bath Foxtrot Whiskey, not safe for work. And Tango Cacophony Orangutan Tango. <laughs> Top conservative on Twitter. What's next? A movie called <laughs> South of the Border, S.O.B.? Actually, S.O.B. is Blake Edwards' movie starring William Holden. And we get to see Julie Andrews' boobies. Gee, D it. What the H.E. double hockey sticks is this world coming to? That's Madison. <laughs> that was... Kept that one safe for radio. That one's yeah. hard to keep safe for radio. We were just talking about before the show, NKOTB. That's, uh, that's uh, New Kids on the Block, right? <laughs> that would be nincompoop. Should they need to be brought up <laughs> in the desert? If the new kids in the block arrive. <laughs> and you get well, you that, that's that's code for an all out assault. If you N O T what is it? N O K uh, N K O T B uh, Yeah, that means knowledge. you're just you're just gonna destroy everything within the listening area. Yeah. <laughs> Still be silent letters. Uh knowledge. Uh. There was a really great little moment in the preview where Tina Fey is talking to her and she's just making Tina feel good, going, You know, here you're yeah. like a nine or that a was ten. Funny. Yeah. And then Tina's like, Well, what does that make you? Because she's clearly already a ten in she's any world. Robbie. And she's like 15. She's like, oh, uh, yeah. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yep. Did you see a, a Focus with her and Will Smith? No. No, no nobody did. I did. <laughs> oh, you did. Twice. Well, <laughs> you did, but I mean everybody else. Margot Robbie. That was a trick Please. question, Paul. Nobody did. <laughs> Is she um, the one that was... Uh, she was in Wolf of Wall Street. That's right? the one. Yeah, yeah, yeah she yeah. was amazing oh, in that. And she is Harley Quinn in the upcoming Suicide Squad. Oh, that's and a good And by guessing. upcoming, using DC and Warner's release schedule, I mean a year from now. Oh, is that quick, right? No, quick. it's not. Yeah. It's August, but they release their trailers so, so far yeah. in advance now. 
great. Oh my god! But this is the month where Batman and Superman come out. It is. Oh, I know. Oh, really? We saw that. We've been talking like about Deadpool. it for five yeah. years. It's March. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I know. <laughs> it's not crazy. Out. They've been releasing trailers for two years for that. Uh, this whole send a, a, a Hollywood person we love and enjoy to the Middle East thing has become a genre, right? With has Rock it? the Casbah and our brand is uh, Crisis. And have you noticed that the that much like uh, movies about Vietnam, um, uh, Watchtower was the song that they would always play sure. yeah, for yeah. Vietnam. Yes. There's there's a there's a I soundtrack. Fortunate Son <laughs> is another one. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, there's there's a song for the Middle East which is like hardcore gangster rap. Yeah, it's always like yeah. hardcore gangster rap the, for the yeah. Middle East. They go with like music from 2004, is that what yeah. it is? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's really hilarious. The, all along the Watchtower, we've been replaced from songs from 2004. Yeah. <laughs> what was that song that you were doing, yeah, Paul? I don't know. But yeah. I've heard it in yeah. every one of those trailers. Yeah. Exactly. As far as I know, it's trailer music, but it might actually be a real song. Yeah. But who would know? Uh, this will be, I mean, this will be Tina Fey great. This will be great to the degree that Tina Fey is, mm-hmm. I think. Yeah. I hope so. She brings something out of everything. I love the preview as well when she talks about this is a great moment for women everywhere and the lady backs <laughs> into something. And she's like, that is not good. That is not good for women. <laughs> but it is, it is more affirmation that that's a part of the world I never want to go to. Oh, yeah. I don't need there's to go there. Oh, no well, you reason. know my right? no Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm talking to you. There's, it's, a, it's, there's yeah. a yes. There's nothing about this no. movie that makes me go, ah, you know what? I think I'd like to see what's going on over yeah. here. No. No. <laughs> no. Go back no. in time to September 10th, 2001 and ask me if I would like to go to the Middle East. <laughs> I'm going to say no. No. (laughs) Still with the no. No, I have to say that. Still with the no. (laughs) Paul and I, we had the luxury of, uh, I had the luxury, he had already seen The Godfather and Godfather 2 and everything. Mm -hmm. But I saw Godfather 2 while I was in Sicily. Mm-hmm. And uh, I immediately wanted to go there, and then I like? was able to look out the window and go, "I'm here." <laughs> That's crazy. That was a great experience awesome. of seeing something that you want to do, and you're like, "I'm he- there," and it was. What it looked do they the same. think of that movie? I well, they I don't know. They embrace Italians. What are the Italians? They seem cool about everything. I don't know. Well, at the time they shot it, not happy. That, yeah, yeah, now they love <laughs> it. A lot of threats, yeah. and a lot of people who had sort of connections <laughs> with gangs had to be brought in to sort of smooth. Is that some true? Shooting yeah. Go- yeah. Wow. yeah, smooth some things over with the, uh, the uh, locals. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. But I think there's a weird thing. I, I mean, this is my own perception, but there's a weird thing taking years away from the actual events of there's obviously g- gangs and stuff and mafia there, but in a way now there's a point of pride to be associated with something like this because you can go, yeah, don't mess with us. Well, now it's old fashioned too. The yeah. gangs have all been busted. There's no mafia necessarily anymore. Not the where there was. But based on what you guys are saying, with this movie coming out, it may inspire people in the Middle East then to want to go on a killing spree. Oh, well, we probably <laughs> clearly or to go to Italy. Whatever you do, <laughs> don't upset them. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right, listen. That's enough of this. All right. Uh, let's talk short films, and we'll do that with our guest Matt oh, Condi woo-hoo. right after ten seconds of break. Stay tuned. <laughs> break. On to our guest segment. Joining us here in the Admirals Club for the remainder of the program is an actor and improviser who regularly performs with Improv Schmimprov in Ah. Fullerton, California, in Orange County. I've heard of that. The famous. Mm -hmm. Uh, We've had a couple of folks here. Yeah, we have. have. Drew and uh, Ryan Clark. And also Paul works with them. And I play with them. I've heard he actually excels in the Schmimprov. (laughs) Anybody can improv, but the Schmimprov is is very hard. (laughs) Exactly. Special. Schmimprov is like... (laughs) 
<laughs> He's also yeah. produced a number of uh, short films and starred in them as well. Matt Condy, everybody. Hey. Welcome. Thank you for having me. The Admirals. Thank you. Oh, Admirals Club. There's so much cool stuff in here. There is. Thank yeah, we, we surround ourselves with movie crap, present company included. <laughs> yeah, as a matter of fact, the movie posters are on the wall behind us. Normally, have something to do with the movies that we're dealing with. Oh, did they? And not? I think that the one for um, Naked Gun is because the one gentleman passed away. George actually. Kennedy. Oh, that's right. Ninety-one died. I think I speak really? for everyone when I th- say I thought he was dead already. Oh, <laughs> right, right. George Kennedy. He uh, right? did the breath commercials. Bino. Didn't he do? Bino? I think he did. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's what I know him from. Sorry. Yeah. And, wow. and well, Cool Hand Luke, maybe. Too. Oscar <laughs> winner, right? Maybe Oscar, Cool Hand Luke. <laughs> Oscar winner, George Kennedy. Yeah. And Naked Gun Police Squad. Wow. Mm-hmm. And of course, Angela Bassett over here in our What's oh. Love Got to Do with It poster. She's in mm. London Has Fallen. Right. Yes. Uh, Which yeah. is weird. She's on the poster shooting a gun. Like, I thought she and Morgan Freeman and all them just hung out and looked at screens and. Well, maybe we have stuff. to see why she's shooting maybe a gun. She gets out of the, out of the office. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Or maybe Morgan Freeman makes her angry. Who knows? It's a shootout between the two of them. Yes. <laughs> Matt, you got any thoughts on these movies? We yabbered on about them at the beginning of the show. Um, let's see. London uh, has fallen. London has fallen. Um, I don't know. It's just the whole Gerard Butler thing. Uh, <laughs> I have an issue with Gerard Butler playing an American. Interesting. Uh, yeah. I have. N- I mean. I'm glad that he wants to play an American, and I'm glad that they cast him as an American. Because we're running out of American it, action heroes. Yeah, right. <laughs> no, the, yeah, the, the the thing is is that he can't do the American accent. That is the only thing. I Ooh. love Gerard Butler Ooh, movies. I love I love Gerard Butler. I think he's an awesome actor. It's just when he have, has to do that American accent, he can't do it. Like, it's... Oh God! It just. Gets I will me. listen for that because I yeah. never paid attention to that. No, but I are mean, we not a melting pot, man? We, 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 we are Scotsmen amongst yeah. us. Yeah, but if, but if you listen to him, he's like, "We have to get out of here." <laughs> you know, it's like he's in and out. Yeah, it's just like one word. Is why, like that is Scottish. Not why he's hired. Yeah. yeah, but the question is for action movies. I mean. <clears throat> Was Stallone doing a convincing American accent all those years? I mean, I don't know. For action stars, it's like, is it a different level? Oh, that's true. There is the action accent. Schwarzenegger does it. Yeah. I saw uh, Commando. Vin Diesel does it. I saw Commando with Matt. He was furious the whole movie. I'm out. Get out of here. Run. That's a South Carolina accent. Get to the chopper. Now that you're bringing up Adam, he should strengthen that dialect more you know now they it's requ- it's required as yeah. an action star you're van damme you're stallone you gotta you gotta be more garbly yeah. He's too even the rock is getting less coherent as we go along is this true mm-hmm. interesting <laughs> though i did see a preview required. for the rocks tv show and it looks really good is a TV Season show? two of Ballers on yeah. HBO. Ballers? Oh, HBO told- show. Not technically a TV show. Yeah. HBO show. Oh, okay. Yeah. And, and I don't have cable. Awesome. Is it awesome? <laughs> a friend of mine told me if you love The Rock, yeah, I, sh- I should be watching that. Yeah, we should be. If you love football and you like the backstory behind you know, subplots and things like that in football in real life, this mo- this show is great. Okay. I, they they play it real with the agents. They play it real with the players. They bring up real issues like, uh, like the concussions and... and it's like yeah. the entourage of football, right? Basically, yeah. yeah. That's cool. <laughs> yeah, is it a reality really cool. program? 
No. No, it's oh, scripted. Oh, it's, it's scripted. It's, oh, good. Oh. But I don't know where um, he finds the time. Rock is in like three movies a year. And he's making this show, and it's season two of the show. And I have an answer for all that. Yes. yes. Whenever you look at somebody like The Rock, and you go, "How does he have all?" Because The Rock doesn't do anything that you and I do. The Rock doesn't have to go grocery shopping. He doesn't have to cook <laughs> his meals. He doesn't have to fill his gas tank. He doesn't have to do. Doesn't his laundry. make his bed. Imagine if everything was done for you, and all you had to do was like cool stuff, like shows and write stuff. You would get a lot done. Yeah. yeah right. Absolutely. True. Yeah. You wouldn't right. have to go and return your cable box to the UPS. Exactly. <laughs> I had to do that. I didn't have to do that. Cut the... to my writing time. Because <laughs> <laughs> I, I used to beat myself up about stuff like that. You'd hear somebody who's like this real auteur and they're doing all these things and writing plays and, yeah. and scoring music and <laughs> acting yeah. and you're like, well, that's because they're literally not going to the DMV today for 12 hours yeah. to try to get their <laughs> license renewed. Yeah, my <laughs> license has been expired since December and I can't do anything now. It's so weird. Like, I don't drive. I don't have a car. But I went to uh, buy Sudafed. Can't do it. <laughs> Seriously. Sudafed. You can get the shelf strength. You know, you don't have to go to the. All right. But the, the, yeah, we all know the real Sudafed is where it's yeah, at. If you got a cold. Right. I'm over the cold now. But meanwhile, I wanted to buy some booze this week. And then she checked my thing. And she said, I can't give you because alcohol. Because it's expired? Oh, yeah. My God. And I said, but I'm not driving it home. Well, that and clearly. <laughs> That's the I, I am this age. Yeah. Yeah. It's not like I've regressed to 20 years old now that my license has expired. If so, I'd love oh, my you license. you got to start over again. Oh, my God. If that were the yeah. case, I'd expire all my licenses. I'd be like, take it back. Adam oh. Witt threw out his license after it expired, and whoever you are found it in the trash. Oh. Go buy booze. And you look uh, just like him. Finally, I can buy whiskey. Yes. A tango and foxtrot. All right, let's talk about something where okay. you're not catered Ooh. to 100 hours a day like The Rock. Uh, Matt, you've made a couple of short films. <laughs> yeah. Starred and produced a couple. Now, yeah. after starring in them, did you really want to produce one? Uh, no. <laughs> um, I'm, you, you know, uh, making your own content is something that you have to do as an actor uh, nowadays. Mm -hmm. uh, you, I mean, no matter We're how We're doing much, it right now. Yeah. Huh. Uh, <laughs> so, um, as it's far as production though. goes, yeah, you're you're just kind of forced into producing things yourself if you want to get any projects yeah. done. Yep. Um, but luckily, uh, that has turned into an ongoing thing with me and some people I produce with. Um, we started out a couple of years ago doing a 48-hour film festival, oh, and okay. we we worked on that project, you know, for the two days or whatever. And then since then, we've made eight shorts. Uh, two of those shorts are. 45 minutes long minimum. So they're not shorts, but they're technically shorts. Longs, I think they're yeah. called. Yeah, yeah right? <laughs> i got to so. give you some credit because I've done a couple of those 48-hour film festivals with people, and instead of becoming producing partners with them, I just don't talk to them anymore. <laughs> so good for you. Yeah, exactly. Well, yeah. yeah, you really have to work with cool people yeah. who yeah. know what they're doing. Because some people really aren't prepared to do that. And, no. and people you know, think... I want to come to Hollywood and make some sort of content, but they're just not prepared to do that. There's and, a lot and of work. You end up in those productions a lot, and you're like, mm -hmm. you guys might want to back it up, try it a couple more times, and then bring in someone like me. <laughs> well, the thing is, is that, I mean, we're so soaked and, and saturated with actors, yeah. you know, out here. Yeah, um, yeah. You have a lot of people uh, not... This town is things. full of people standing yeah. around waiting to be told what to do. Correct. And if you can be the person that tells them what to do, good Cor on you. Correct. Yeah. Correct. You know, and you have all these people who have a story to tell, but they don't know how to tell it, and so they don't try to tell it, mm -hmm. and so they end up moving back to the Midwest after a year. That's true. Now you said yeah. you made a lot of shorts. Mm -hmm. Do you drive a Civic? 
I do not. That's a callback. That's a callback. But he's friends with Louis C.K. Yeah. Uh, no, I don't drive a Civic. I drive a rally car. Um, oh, is that oh, your really Scooby nice. out there? Yeah, that's my cute. Scooby. Nice. Oh. Yeah, I saw that and I was thinking, I wonder if that's our guest. Oh, of yeah. course, of course it is. You finding uh, a lot of dirt roads around here? Uh, no, but uh, we are actually shooting in Oregon this summer. We're shooting our first full-length feature. Oh, cool. And we have 200 acres of farmland, so I'm definitely bringing that car up there. Oh, right. Um, it's yeah. it's getting tuned next week. It. Oh my! I'm gonna jump over it. I'm gonna <laughs> jump over pastures in my car. You know, that's basically what ah. I'm gonna be doing. Do you have a hatchback? No, I don't have the hatch. Oh, okay. I have the sedan. Okay. Um, I say, all you need to make a movie is a hatchback because you can carry. You know, exactly. <laughs> now, who all from the, the team has emerged to be now with a feature? Are you still gonna keep that collective, or someone come? I like I'm gonna direct. Uh, we we pretty much have a director for all of our projects. It's generally the same guy. Uh, his name's Mark Schaefer. He's awesome. He's a professional editor over at uh, Time Warner Sports at Sportsnet LA. Okay. So he knows how to edit really quick. So we have dailies at the end of the day, which is awesome. I mean, we have a rough cut at the oh, end of the day. So awesome. yeah, because in his job, he has to do that all the time. Yeah, yeah. And with sports, so he has to be very quick with it. Yeah. So um, it it is definitely. Uh, Fun to work with him as a director because he kind of knows what to do. Plus, he's going to edit so he knows what uh, he wants in the shots. Yep. So, I mean, we just run really smooth. We have a DP who's an amazing camera guy, knows what he wants, uh, and then sees the the opportunities uh, as they come along when we film, which is great. And that's the cool thing about Los Angeles, if you've got your eyes on the prize, mm -hmm. is that everybody you meet out here can assist in the production of this sort yeah. of thing so it sounds like you've kind of gathered people as you've gone you're like all right that guy can direct me then that's a yeah. good dp yeah and and if you can that's a really a sign of a good producer is if you can coalesce all these people who you know have their talents you know put here and there or whatever and bring them together on a project yeah it, it's great because it also um has forced me to be a casting director mm -hmm. um just because i tend to run in the circles of talented people which is awesome um I'm I'm like the lowest. I'm the weakest uh, link on that chain. Tell but people like this room. I just want to say I'll take the part. All right, fantastic. <laughs> <laughs> always auditioning, Adam. Yeah. That's how this is out here. You're always auditioning. Absolutely, yeah. absolutely. Just you, you, you make sure you slate whenever you meet somebody for the first time. <laughs> it's not a town. It's a trade show. Where yeah. can we watch these? Uh, you can actually see these on YouTube and Vimeo. Uh, I've done a, a couple of different projects. Uh, we liked to do uh, kind of parodies also with another writing partner of mine. So you'll see uh, Brokeback Deli if you go on, on sure. YouTube. It's where <laughs> East Indian playing to Brokeback Mountain. And we're in Cabal. Yeah. Yeah. Kabul. Wait, I can't even think of Cabal. Wait. Kabul's no, that's what you wear. Kabul. You wear the Kabul. You wear Kabul and Kabul uh, while you're reading Kabul. the Kabbalah. <laughs> <laughs> what is your feature about? Uh, the feature that we're doing. Don't want to give anything away. Um, the the one that we're gonna be uh, shooting in uh, July. Uh, this it's a story of uh, con men people, mm -hmm. con people, because we don't want to put the the gender label on it. Oh, oh like con. focus. Oh, that's cool. You do con women. <laughs> yes. Um. So it's uh it's <laughs> where everything there everything has two stories. So it's don't read a book by its cover. Comedy, dark comedy with uh, really strong characters. Uh, really vivid characters. So if you were to take some sketches and take those characters out of them, like that kind of vividness, 
and at the 50 minute mark, rally car sequence. Just for fun. <laughs> right. Back to con men doing, you know. I am trying to get our director to write in a rally car something. Nice. Um, so we'll find out uh, if, if one of the people have that car. That's the old Robert Rodriguez thing. If you got a guitar and a turtle, you can make a movie. Like, you know, like, yeah. look, I have the rally car. Let's write something around it. <laughs> exactly. That's how you make an indie that's film. Great producing. Right? Mm -hmm. Use what you have. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, that's one that we're doing, and then we're working on, uh, I'm working with another group um, that we're in pre-production with, um, but that one, I have an NDA, so. Yeah. Oh, oh, really? Yeah. Ooh. Ooh. Okay. We'll see. I happen to have signed an NDA myself this week, but I'm not going to talk about it. There you go. <laughs> and that uh, would be non-disclosure <laughs> agreement for anybody who doesn't know what NDA is. I would like is. to tell you whether or not I signed an NDA, but uh, I signed an NDA not to say that. Not to say uh, whether or not I signed one. Nice. Now, I, I have to commend you because I've always heard the, the bigger producers who make features have always said, they've always been very dubious of the idea of shorts. Now, this is long before YouTube. I feel like I heard this sort of thing. Now, mm -hmm. I think it's a little more commonplace. But there's always been a thought that, look, you have to write a script. You have to bring together this amount of crew people to shoot this amount of movie. Just work a little harder and make a feature because you mm -hmm. already have to bring all those elements together. So I think yeah. that's really cool. That if you're making a 45-minute short, you are – a couple more days of shooting away from a feature, and then that's much more sellable. That's much more marketable, you know, or to, to make a, your money back. Correct. Because there's no money in shorts, essentially. Correct, yeah. correct. And there's no festivals for shorts that are like 45 minutes long. Yeah, exactly. Um, yeah, and, that's true. and this is what I've been fighting with my director about uh, because the two, 45, and one was an hour short. Um, it's it, it, I, it's been a battle just to get him to write three more scenes. That's it. Yeah. Just write three more scenes. We have a feature. You can yeah. you can edit it. You know, I mean, who doesn't love a good montage? And that's creative producing too. Is to yeah. like, okay, we can make this a feature. Mm -hmm. You know, and and a feature is only technically I think eighty four minutes long. Yeah. Oh. So at an hour, it might be seventy something. Yeah, yeah, it might be like seventy nine if you go to check out Cinderella three from Disney <laughs> Street to Video or whatever. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So that's, that's that's good thinking. All right, now explain to Bart, uh -huh. yes. East Los High. Mm -hmm. <laughs> okay, Bart. <laughs> just know that there's a lot of Barts in our audience, so <laughs> it's not just for me. It's not just for me. That's All such right. a hilarious put down. Uh, explain to Bart um, how you... <laughs> how you speak. Uh, East Los High is a, uh, a half-hour show on Hulu. It's uh, Hulu. some of Hulu's original content. Um, they focus on uh, the... Trials and tribulations of Hispanic teenagers in East Los Angeles. See, East See, Los I, that's all I needed was a small explanation, yeah. Paul. <laughs> Being now, funnier. now it's all crystal clear. Bart, yeah. if you need a translation, East Los High translates to East the High. The so, <laughs> thank you, Adam. I took Spanish in high school. Technically, you're not wrong. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but you're yeah. playing a teenager. Gracias. No, no. Oh, I'm like good yeah, for it's like you. Yeah, like yeah. yeah. Can you see yeah. this? Yeah. Uh, no, he's the I, Luke Perry of East Los High. <laughs> Right, right. <laughs> um, he's a very nice so, guy. So, uh, though. Do you know Luke? Uh, no, I have met him. Yeah, uh, once or twice. Nice. He's a very nice guy. So, what is East Los High? The comedy? Uh, uh, no, it is oh, a teen okay. drama. Oh wow, um, good for you. Yeah, and uh, I it's actually it's called a trauma. We call those trauma. Teen yes. drama. <laughs> it's, it's, it's a, a teen trauma. Teen trauma. It's, it's trauma. trauma. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, I am a police officer who, uh, in season three, who arrests a couple people on a couple of different wow. episodes. Wow. So not good people. Uh, one of the things that's great about this show is that it's one of those uh, shows that takes pride in casting diversity mm -hmm. because it is East Los High, yeah. which is yeah. East Los, East, East L.A. Yeah. 
um, they use almost 100% Hispanic cast. That makes sense. Which well, that's is, not very diverse. Well, They're all Hispanic. Well, <laughs> technically, it's diverse into the technically, I'm not wrong. Network. Technically, you're not wrong. <laughs> That is true. Why would it be not wrong next? Yeah. <laughs> is it shot on location at a high school? Uh, no, it's it's shot on location location in East Los Angeles. So they okay. will shoot. They do use some of the local high schools for uh, for their dance team. Gotcha. Because do they have course, a crew? Every, is there a dance crew? Uh, uh, kind crew? of. Yeah, yeah, it's a crew. Yeah. If it's a dance team, it's a crew. well, there's a dance team, and then there's the crew that some of the guys are in. Oh. Dude. But the dance team the is very diverse in that some of them don't know how to dance. Correct. Yes. Hey! <laughs> the crew doesn't operate within the confines of a school <laughs> curriculum. Oh, I mean, the okay. crews operate outside. Oh, it's a school. That's well, I just remember we, we had a lot of dance movies, and they all referred to them as crews. Yeah, but crews. they're not in their school, man. No. Oh, okay. They were stepping it up. They were uh, on the streets. Uh, yeah. Okay. That's where you find a crew. Yeah. Yeah, crews in the streets. The core. Or is that the core? No. What do they call them? Squads. There are squads the, in the school? The squad is in the school. Okay, the squads on the team. Squads, squads and teams. Crews, teams. teams. It, it feels yes. like court jester in here. <laughs> I, think, I think the vessel with the principal. Yeah. <laughs> I think Bart's learning a lot, though. <laughs> this is good. The whole point and, is and to get him up to speed. If they have trauma, though, as much as we they, expect they, them they to, do. then the, the cop could come back and arrest a few more of them. Yeah. Well, the thing is this, is that they've actually dealt with some pretty serious topics. Like the people I arrested, I arrested for child molestation, oh. and I arrested for date rape. Holy cow. Mm. Are, they still, yeah, are they still in prison? Uh, one is. Uh, I'm not sure what they wrote with the other character. Do you ever get to pass on like a, a lesson, a life lesson to the kids? Because that's, that's yeah. the uh, G.I. Joe Like, don't rape? That's a rule I'd want. Yeah. yeah. Hey, uh, kids, don't, don't rape. Don't rape. <laughs> yeah. Don't rape. <laughs> the more you know. Yeah. <laughs> do, 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 do. So <laughs> you know, I respect this guy. I'm going to listen to his lesson. Hey, don't rape. <laughs> but, I have to, but I have to say something like I'm trying to talk on his level. Like, yeah. hey, Vato. Yo, Vato. <laughs> Date rape is not what homies do. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> don't be raping. <laughs> Good Lord. Yeah. But that's was super popular because I keep hearing about it and I asked you right before mm-hmm. the show. I said I said is that in season 2? It's a, and this is classic me cuz I don't watch a lot of TV. Mm-hmm. You're if, too busy watching Star if, Wars. If I'm asking are you in season 2? It means you're in season, season four. 4. I figured that out. <laughs> so I asked you I go, "Are you in season 2?" and you go, "Season 4." So <laughs> it's a, I feel like I've done that a lot. Do you want to come <laughs> become the director one day? Not of East Los High, but of anything. Um, I don't. I don't know about as uh, as far as directing goes. I have a hard time when I'm acting in not comedies. Uh, when I actually have to do some character work, I I get into that weird zone. Oh, you're like a Daniel Day. Uh, I don't or know Val Kilmer. Do you walk around like? You gonna call me Lincoln, uh, Mr. <laughs> President? He uh, had me call him Lincoln in the green room today. It's very odd. It's yeah. very strange. Sometimes it's just that little nudge that helps you get into character. <laughs> you know what I mean? Karen calls you, yeah. Mr. Lincoln, Mr. Yeah. President. That's Please right. call me Officer Hernandez. Don't treat me any differently. Just call me. <laughs> just call me, <laughs> call me <laughs> Officer Hernandez. Okay. Um, I I I don't know. Uh, I've di- I've kind of directed some, uh, two of the little shorts that we did because one was for this thing called uh, Bite Size Horror. Um, where it's a one-minute horror movie. Oh, that's good. And yeah. so we, I, I wrote and directed that one. Um, but I don't know. It, it, I don't know about directing. I just yeah. don't. I don't know. I, I prefer being in the moment, uh, acting and 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 telling the story as opposed to everything else involved. Lording over it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> 
Seems like, uh, now, are you a horror fan? Is that where you picked that one? Or? No, uh, okay. a friend of mine was Check producing uh, was yeah. producing this thing. Um, it was called Bite Sizes Horror, and for the month of October, they released uh, a couple videos each day oh, leading okay. up to Halloween. So, oh, that's a good idea. Uh, yeah, so it was good. It was a good project. Uh, they got some big names in there. Actually, um, you can check it out. We did that two years ago. So. Yeah, so you, you do it again. YouTube and Vimeo, we can find these. Is yeah, it, you can narrow that down. Is like a username or anything, or just search Matt Condy. Uh, yeah, just search Matt Condy. Right. When when you type in Matt, uh, Damon's gonna follow that. But just keep typing. Keep typing. Just keep typing. Get to the Condy. Uh, <laughs> um, any of these shorts go on to win like a big thing? You go to any fest or anything like that? You, you get know, to travel because of them? Uh, I haven't been able to travel uh, because of these. Um, we haven't gotten because too of this damn diarrhea. Yeah, <laughs> that'll do it, Adam. Technically, yes. Technically, Technically you're not, you're not wrong. wrong. I'm sorry. I thought that'd be the funniest thing to say. You know, I haven't really been able to make it to a lot of the award shows because this damn diarrhea. Damn yeah. diarrhea. Because I got this IBS going on. Oh, and, uh, that can slow you I'm down. I'm sorry, I brought it up, Matt. Yeah. Um, <laughs> it's okay. But Matt's doing so well in the studio. He's doing. He's able to stay with it. So <laughs> appreciate you pushing through this interview. Yeah. Hey, no, 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 no problem. We have fun here. Or not pushing. Whatever's getting you through. Right? <laughs> whatever helps. I don't Sometimes know. you just gotta I, go with it, right? I, yeah. I just want everyone to know he's a lovely man who does not have irritable bowels. <laughs> no, <laughs> I know, I know. Unbelievable. Yeah, good looking fellow too. Yes. Yeah. Doing wow. bits, doing bits. Oh, thanks. Thank what a head of hair. Everyone check it out on YouTube. Uh, Seriously. Yeah, All right. sure. Whoa. I, yeah. Thank you for the compliments. That's Let me ask you what we ask every guest in the show. What is your favorite movie of all time? Oh gosh, uh, my favorite movie all time. Uh, now the, you, you were laboring over this. Before I, I the was. Show. I was really having a hard time over this because I have seen so many movies and I love so many different genres and so many different movies because they make me feel differently. Mm -hmm. So I mean, to say I have a favorite, it, it, it could be any category. It's just what it made me feel like. But um, I have lots of favorites. But I will say my favorite movie. Hands down, of all time, is Blazing Saddles. Oh, ah, that's good. All right. Which I watched recently. Right. They, uh, it was on demand, I think, on something. And I, I brought it, it up up? while it was working around the house. Are they bring? I think they're going to remake it. No. Please oh, don't. I did hear about Wait, that. What? I heard a rumor. That makes no it. sense. You might as well just make another parody Western yeah. with. Well, know, wait, Jonah Hill's doing a remake of something. I think that might be it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, wait, I know he's, he's remaking something else too. He's doing yeah, um, something something big. GTS, Karen. He's doing. Uh, <laughs> what is he doing? Now, I have to ask. What's something big? You're right. He's gaining I, weight. Yeah. No. Jonah Hill. Yeah, I'm pretty sure he's gaining weight. The three funniest sure movies. Sure, he is. Whether currently playing that hard that enough. might be my favorite comedy of all time. Yeah. That and Ghostbusters are the funniest movies. Well, yes, you're right. And the Naked Gun. Well, that was my and thing. Airplane. Well, <laughs> see, Airplane, Monty <laughs> Python, and the Search for the Holy Grail. Uh, like these are uh, um, the classics. Young Frankenstein. Yeah. You know, you know, you you throw out any Mel Brooks movie, and Mel made Blazing Saddles and Young Frankenstein in the same year, same which is crazy, year. Like, ridiculous. Amazing. Yeah. Oh my god. Yeah. Um. My well, god. my my favorite, uh, my second favorite movie. Or I, oh my god. I would say <laughs> one of my favorite comedies of all time is one of those weird ones that nobody talks about. It's Top Secret. Oh yeah. Oh, you know yeah. Val oh, Kilmer. A, yes, it's I, a great movie. I hilarious. love that. I yeah. mean, like the the basic comedic chops are written into that. You know, with the repetition, with the you know the surprises. Like it's great. Like, like we always say in the show, the Zucker Abram Zucker team that made Airplane yeah. and Top Secret uh -huh. and Hot Shots. 
make it look so easy that you think, oh, I can do this. You can't. No, <laughs> no you cannot. No, but there's a new TV show on they're trying to do it. What's that one that Bill Murray's going to be Tribeca. on? Yeah. Angie Tribeca, the, the Steve Carell produced show on, on TBS. Oh, TBS. Yeah. Oh, get on uh, that like part. Naked, it's like a naked... It's oh. total. Yes. It's gag after gag. It's oh, just gag fest. And Bill Murray's going to be on this They week. actually did... Yeah, it's true. Mm-hmm. They actually did some right out of... Really? Airplane. They did the. It's uh, a totally different type of flying altogether. Is it? But they weren't talking about fantastic. flying. But the, yeah. whatever they were doing, they did the altogether. Altogether. Gag. Oh. Mm-hmm. You know. Then there's a ton of new gags. I mean, but there's not a moment of that show that's serious. In fact, Dion Cole plays the cop whose partner is a dog. They never talk <laughs> about it. He's just a dog. He drives a car. He's got a badge. Like he Turner and Why am I not watching yeah. this? This is the greatest I, thing I've ever heard. I told you you need to watch What this. is this? Angie Tribeca. Angie Tribeca. <laughs> you know, I saw um, that. And absolute ridiculous. I love that idea because that is a convention that Family Guy uses and that cartoons are able to use and bring in, uh, you know, uh, an animal as a yeah, character that people along. interact or with. Or baby talk. How yeah. brilliant mm-hmm. to do that in live action. Yeah. 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 Have I have some news, everyone, on the Blazing Saddles remake. It's yes. being remade as an animated feature right. with Mel Brooks' blessing. Get this. It... Couldn't be remade today as Blazing Saddles. However, they're going to loosely base it on that comedy and have a version called Blazing Samurai. Oh, yep. more of that diversity that you hear about. That just made well, Now, hold me on a second. Also, this version is animated and the characters are That's dogs and cats. Oh. And this was blessed okay. by Okay, well, then this yeah. is not a remake. Okay. Yeah, this no. is not so, Blazing Saddles. It's veered so far on. that I think we can be cool with it. It sounds pretty different. <laughs> <laughs> the word blazing is in the title. I will give it that. <laughs> like if they made the dog father and there was a dog oh, who yeah. was like a... Yeah, oh, they did it all with it? Cats and dogs would be fine. It yeah. Yeah. All right. yeah, it's like... Yeah. You have, does it have your blessing now, too? Uh, <laughs> now it does. Now I'm probably just not going to see it. Yeah, exactly. Uh, but one, one remake that I was worried about was Vacation. I, I thought it. it was gonna be. What I thought it was think? gonna be horrible. I thought it was gonna be a bad remake, oh. and I was so happy. Me too. I was so happy. It's very nice, and I love the homage they give. So much, like whenever you see the car, I started to cry. Like they handled those moments really well. That's yeah. great. It's really good. It's movie. like seeing the Millennium Falcon, right? For me, it's kind like, of. Yeah, I think they handled the, it a little the better. Truckster. Yeah. When they when they opened up with the song Holiday Road. Oh my uh, god. Gotta love it. That just took oh. me back to when I was a kid, just watching that that You're movie. So VHS and, and I liked when Chevy Chase showed up. I, I know that the Razzies gave him a hard time and said he's one of the worst actors, but he was great and I enjoyed seeing him for the amount of time I saw him. And but he Chevy Chase in his career has never claimed to be anything other than yeah. Chevy Chase, charming tall yeah, guy exactly. with a clip, yeah, yeah. His chin, yeah. I liked him. I thought he was great. And I, I, Ed Helms, come let, on, let yeah. Me, uh, let me get everyone's. That's ire. perfect casting. Let yeah. me get everyone's ire up and bring it back down. Uh-oh. Okay. Jonah Hill was in the news for remaking Mrs. Doubtfire. That's what made me so hate. What? That was since not confirmed. So How what? was that not? That I was mean, since that... not confirmed. So there's, a, there's a word called unnecessary in the dictionary. That is it. It's a picture that of Jonah Hill in a dress. Do, doing Mrs. Doubtfire. <laughs> that movie absolutely does not need to be made again. Wow. Mm-hmm. wow. Kind of like London has fallen. Uh. <laughs> totally different. Last time it was Olympus. Yeah, 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 yeah I don't think you're getting it. Falling. Completely yeah. different. I don't think you're getting it. Uh, all right, okay. listen, let's get on to... Oh, welcome to the Oscars, everybody. Okay, that was upsetting. <laughs> and done. And, and you just done. got cut off. Okay, good. That's what, oh my God. The cutting off, uh, can we talk about that? Yeah, I know. Flight of the Valkyries, like That's over and weird. over again to cut oh, people weird. off. What that's the strangest, first of all, Odd. the I- Independent Spirit Awards are always a better show 
because they dispense with the goofery. They let everyone do speeches, and they don't cut them off. And you know what? At the Independence Spirit Awards, they're all such good filmmakers. All these amazing and interesting things to say, and they're not rushed. So they it, it just they come off as full real people, and they get to talk about interesting things. And the Oscars that like twenty seconds literally. What's the first thing everyone says when they get up now when they win a, an award of some kind? Hi, thank you. Uh, twenty seconds, okay. You know, it's like that's yeah. ten seconds gone. You don't even have. Uh, and they did the scroll. Now it's I thought the names. Sc- I had by. hope. I had so much hope at the beginning of that show that when I saw this, the crawl at the bottom, yeah. I thought this is brilliant because now they don't have to say all these names. Yeah. They could exactly. get to whatever it is they want to yeah. say. People aren't going to be forgotten, and it didn't help any. <laughs> No, they cut the scroll off for the big award yeah. where everybody had to thank oh, more God. people. They stopped, yeah. They didn't do the scroll. I noticed it stopped, too. I was oh, doing laundry, so I wasn't paying attention. <laughs> but Leonardo DiCaprio. That's what it's for. <laughs> DiCaprio gave a great speech, though. They're I was happy to listen there. to him well, uh, talk I- on it. In order to, uh, had a really poignant speech as well when he was talking about uh, diversity as far as filmmaking goes and being able to shoot in this country and all this kind of stuff. And I love that he just stood there and kept talking. Yeah. While they were just, I mean, blatantly just trying to drown him out, and he just stood there uh, unfazed mm-hmm. and kept talking, and then until they were forced to kind of calm you know, it down. No, until it, he was done. Yeah, that's when he left the stage. They yeah. did respect the man who spoke Italian. I gave them some credit for that because they didn't cut him off and they didn't hurry him along. Because the man who won for Hateful Eight, Hateful Eight, five hundred movies or whatever, he finally he, wins an Oscar. He finally yeah, won it, for and score, then he spoke, right? and then the other guy would translate, and they didn't talk. They didn't do anything weird. They let him talk, which well, was nice. Which was good because the guy looked like he was about to die while he was there. exactly. <laughs> well, that's the thing. That's what they gave it to Morricone. I wanted John Williams because he, I mean, if you just go by score. The Star Wars score is incredible. It's got like five brand new pieces of music interweaved through these like ten other classic themes. I mean, I've listened to it a lot. It's an, <laughs> it's an incredible score. Morricone recorded about ten new minutes of music. I, f- I think I loved Hateful Eight's music. Hateful. I'm gonna have to disagree. However, I thought it was great. Well, hold on. But three of the tracks or four of the tracks in it are old Morricone scores, which I agree are brilliant. But and and it's great for Tarantino to showcase some pieces from the thing that people don't know that are amazing of Morricone's. But in terms of new music, eh, not quite there, and not quite you know Morricone's you know uh, classic. So so but but then as soon as they announce, I'm like I'm at the bar. I'm like, come on, John Williams, let's do this. Like it's the one I'm super passionate about. I thought you that. meant you were at. At the bar, bumping like John Williams soundtrack <laughs> on the jukebox. I was like, "Where is this bar? I don't even drink anymore, but I would love to go watch." Hey. Only in LA do yeah. they have a jukebox yeah. full of award yeah. and like yeah. award-winning composers. What's up with your jukebox? Where's the uh, the Force Awakens? Serious. Yeah. Uh, but then, as soon as they announce Morricone, who I am a fan of, mm-hmm. I just think for the score, it if you if it were just one to one and there were no which it, for the Oscars there never is there's always some sort of legacy and, and thing they're bringing in oh like, definitely with John yeah. Williams he's yeah. won before sorry Al Pacino so. we didn't give you Oscars for all the roles you deserved it for we're gonna give it to you for this yes. which is why I'm glad we didn't have to wait for DiCaprio to be 70 to get him exactly he's good in this so but then they said this is Ennio Morricone's first Oscar and I was like yeah oh, oh never mind <laughs> yeah because of course. You did the good, the bad, and the ugly, and yeah. the amazing stuff that people don't even know about that yeah. are just incredible. So I was like, "Oh, okay." But they did that. They did that same thing with Spielberg. They gave Morricone an honorary Oscar a few years ago. Then oh, he went okay. and won one anyway. Which they gave Spielberg an honorary Oscar. Then he went on and won two after yeah. that. Like, screw you! I've yeah. won anyway. I'm just, I've deserved them before now, and I, I continue to. 
But um, let's go through some of the categories right, here and take a look. First of all, Adam McKay has an Oscar. Yes! Adapted screenplay. Yes! Yep. That's cool. Just crazy. That would be the guy that wrote Pinata Full of Bees. for. Yeah. Seven <laughs> I, yeah. I think Dell would have been so proud of that speech that they gave, too. It was really neat. To the great Dell Close? Yeah, the great Dell Close yeah. would have liked that speech. I thought that was cool. Yeah, and they didn't cut him off. No. 22 years ago, remember when Martin Landau won his Oscar? Mm-hmm. He was talking, Fred talking, Wood. camera was pulling away, the music was swelling up. He's like, no, 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 I have one by that. And they, that's how he's left. We leave him uh. with that. <laughs> no, no, no. Like legend Martin Landau uh. finally winning an Oscar. And he's pleading, screaming, no, no, no. He's got something else to say. I heard that from the uh, f- the family of Abe Vigoda. He was forgotten off of the um, yeah. in memoriam. I have a question. But go ahead. Yeah. I heard that his family was watching and he wasn't on. And they were like, wait, what happened? So they asked the Academy. And instead of the Academy going, oh, my gosh, we're so sorry. We forgot. They were like, well, we did that on purpose. He's on the uh, website. We just didn't have enough room. They did that him. with Farrah Fawcett. They go, you know, you did more TV than movies. Screw you. That's kind of what they do, right? That's my question. Is are, are these Goda was in the Godfather. In the Godfather. Yeah. <laughs> are these legitimate oopsie you're we in. forgot? I think you're in already. Or are they legit? Are they legitimate clerical error? Sorry, somebody forgot. Or know. are they literally being left off purposely? They do this every year, right? Every yeah. year there's yeah. somebody but left off the list. Complaining about one guy pretty much this year, mm-hmm. and yeah. that's. But you're saying, Karen, that they they, they they told the family that they just didn't have. They time. went out of the way to say sorry. Abe. Sorry, Abe. He flashes, didn't have, didn't he flashes his name, and it's seven seconds. I know. It's Godfather, weird. Joe versus the volcano. I think the man <laughs> deserves <laughs> right, that too. <laughs> man deserves I you forgot know, about Joe versus. Thinking volcano. back on on all the movies that Abe Vigoda did. I still can't picture him saying any lines in any of those movies. I, he just has one of those faces where he looks like he's just he's always just there and fish. never speaks. Yeah. <laughs> Either that or he's always running to the bathroom. That's yeah. what I remember. Mm-hmm. Yeah. For his work on Conan O'Brien alone. <laughs> uh, best original screenplay goes to Spotlight, beating uh, Inside Out, Ex Machina, Bridge of Spies, and Straight Outta Compton. Well, it's Tough not that category. original. You know, there were like 100 priests. But anyway. I thought Straight Outta Compton was awesome. You know, mm-hmm. I, I watching that movie because uh, I grew up out here. I grew up near Lakewood, Long Beach, uh, Compton, all the all the stuff. So I remember very well, you know, what life was like. And then to see this movie and already have a, a, a face for all the characters that you're seeing. To see other actors play that and me not know the difference between them as actors or them as the real people. I really felt that uh, with uh, Straight Outta Compton. I, I just thought that it was just true. Yeah. You know, which was, most, which most was nice. Most Easy, I think, right? With e- Easy yeah. was the best one. I mean, looking at him, you, I, I thought that was Easy E, yeah. watching the entire movie. Like, it was, it was a great performance. Yeah. Jason Mitchell. It's interesting that, uh, you know, hip-hop, uh, obviously when hip-hop first came out, people were like, ah, this isn't music, ah, it's just a phase, this is never going to last. And then, you know, it did obviously became its thing. But this is the first time that the story of hip-hop is kind of told in cinema. So it's a little bit expected that, like, all right, well, you're not you're not history yet you know but it will be history eventually so i think it's like nwa is just like this is a, this is a first i think for cinema really to tell a story of of, of hip-hop like it's legitimate history it's a moment now. in time worth capturing yeah it's I mean, legitimate history unique. now yeah. yeah and exactly the opposite of what matt just said i found it really compelling because i did not come from a world at all like that movie and it was so fascinating to see that i could go year by year and say oh in 1988 i was on a farm where people didn't, there were even, not even any black people in my school. So that's my world. And then to know that exactly that same day, 
this was happening. Mm-hmm. That was fascinating. Yeah. Yeah. There, There is, however, one problem that I have Uh-oh. with this movie. One problem that you saw in every single preview was uh, when they're being talked to and the line is uh, something like, uh, you know, I know nothing about hip hop. Okay. Back in the early 90s, the late 80s, it wasn't called hip hop. It was oh. called no, rap. It's called rap. It was called oh, rap. rap. It was okay. called rap, and specifically, NWA was like gangster rap. Yeah, mm-hmm. hip hop so, is a politically correct term now. Correct. For all but, rap and correct, but hip hop <laughs> as a term didn't even come True. out until like the mid nineties. Yeah, you know, and so that's one. That's my only pet peeve with oh, movies. Why it, it, it was that, not yeah. called hip hop then. Yeah. It was that's why that screenwriting did not yeah. win. To spotlight. Yeah. That's why you lose. <laughs> it was in the writing. They wrote yeah. it down wrong. <laughs> that disqualifies them. I feel so win. good to get that off my chest and not feel like <laughs> a complete outsider. Wrong. Spotlight was a good script, uh, and I thought for sure when it won that it would not win Best Picture because they often do that. Sometimes that script, the Constellation Prize, your Goodfellas, your Fargo, your Pulp Fiction, whatever that, Mm -hmm. won't win Mm -hmm. Best Picture, but it'll win the best uh, script somewhere in there. (laughs) Of course, I'm always rooting for Inside Out in every category because it's unbelievably original. It should have been nominated for Best Director. But Best Director went to uh, Alejandro Inaritu again, uh, second year in a row after Birdman, now winning for The Revenant, beating Spotlight Room, Mad Max, and Big Short. Uh, That, That long shot in Birdman. Just that that yeah. follow shot. Just I still think of that. But when all I of them, which one? I mean, I know, yeah, so well, just one take. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the one take, the one shot. Yeah, yeah. yeah. the yeah. movie, the yeah. movie. <laughs> just I mean, so good. You know, uh, the the uh, the Revenant was very well directed, but man, Mad Max, like that movie is directed like I want to have that conversation. Right? What movie? <laughs> just just as a layman, if you're if you're gonna watch. Um, uh, Revenant, and then you're going to watch Mad Max. What one looks like it took a lot more work to direct? <laughs> right? There's oh, a well, lot going well, on. Revenant is, I mean, come okay, on, you're dealing okay. with the elements. It's but, yeah, no, but it's there's fine. so much going I on agree. in Mad Max. You're like, how does anyone keep track of all of that, figure out what the shots are going to be, where you're going to put the camera, how you're going to direct yeah. the actors, how you're going to coordinate everything? Yeah. That's directing. Here, okay, now, I'll, I'll, let's say, <laughs> let's say, fine, The Revenant, also very well directed, very hard to direct. Fine, I understand that. Special effects? Come on. Ex Machina is better special effects than Mad Max or Star Wars? Mm. But this is because the Academy hates giving it to car crashes and spaceships. Mm. They will not give it to car crashes or spaceships. They will go for the intellectual choice. Sorry, I think we're going to give... Sorry, Jurassic Park. We're going to give it to what dreams may come. Uh. Because that's like the intellectual choice, right? And they've loved the last few years as like... Gravity. The Matrix beat the, first, the Star Wars prequels. Yeah, exactly. You gotta give it to the intellectual choice. That is so stupid. I just uh, come on. Obviously, the best special effects are in Mad Max or Star Wars. Either one of those, I'll take. Ex Machina. It's, I'm with you. It's fine. It's good. But the the reason that movie's good is not necessarily the special effects. There's a lot, you know. Yeah. But True. it's the intellectual. But it is a headier film. Than it that felt like there was a lot of uh, intellectual love. For the movies, there, there, there were always. I can't yeah. Re- yeah, I can't remember what the category was, but they were going over the nominees, and I think Carol was the one that they uh, were like showing. Costumes right? and stuff. Oh. You're like, like the costumes are. Yeah. Well, no, I guess Mad Max won that. But Mad it was Max like, won that, that. But it was like yeah. makeup or hair or something. But there was the like, shot, yeah. and they were showing the clip from this particular movie, and there's a shot of these two women driving a car. So I'm assuming it's Carol, and it's shot from mm. outside the drivers. That's and, it, Carol. Yeah. And the, the woman's sitting with her arm on her on her own, you know, resting on her own arm and smoking a cigarette. And it was like every poster of every of every pretentious bull, bull crap 
uh, art house movie that you've ever seen. I'm like, oh, I hate this right now. I don't want this to win just because it just because of that shot. And there's a cigarette and there's smoke trailing. Well, off if you go she's... through the history of the Oscars, I believe it started as a way to be self congratulatory, and so they just continue that right? tradition. And so sure. if you're um, trying to make your kind of BSE existence mm-hmm. important, you can't keep giving yourself awards for like. Zoolander 2 because <laughs> then people in middle America will be like on to you. Yeah. So you have to seem like you're smarter like than we know more than you. Right. Do, so is... let us take care of this because we know <laughs> you is... just buy tickets. It is interesting to hear you go on that uh, you were upset about Mad Max not winning best visual effects because it won six Oscars that night. It, it, it did six well. Six it did yeah. well. Sure. It won yours. Your... No, I'm just going purely at the category. Which movie had the best visual effects? Yeah. Period. Not the whole thing, not the entirety, not the George Miller's maybe pissed off somebody at the, uh, you know, <laughs> whatever. But it's like just saying, hmm, which one of these that you've just listed has the best visual effects? Oh, that's Ex, Ma- Ex Machina. That is just incredible. It's pretty good. <laughs> best but- supporting actress went to Alicia Vikander from The Danish Girl, not from Ex Machina. Uh, and then uh, <clears throat> beating out Rooney Mara, Jennifer Jason Lee, Rachel McAdams, and Kate Winslet. Yeah, no opinion. Who won that again? Uh, you, Alicia you said Vikander, it, and I already forgot. The Danish girl. There you go. Yeah. yeah. So she had to act like that dude was a girl the whole time. That's pretty good. <laughs> pretty good. <laughs> but I only s- I say it's the best, really. But only in supporting way. Uh, but yeah, well, she yeah. was supportive. And yeah. she also had to pretend like she could find him sexually attractive because in that movie, I really saw how much of a chick he really is. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? No, I had more. Po- <laughs> My problem with that movie was buying him as a dude. Not yeah. as fine. <laughs> Not as a girl. Ah, uh, hilarious. Yeah. So that takes some acting. Uh, supporting actor. Oh, we talked about that already. Yeah, with yeah. The, and best actress, Brie Larson. That was kind that of a lock. Great, She'd yeah. won everything. That's up kind of now. the they they do the welcome to Hollywood one. If you put in a little time and they go, you know what, we're gonna watch you for the next few years. They'll give you that one. You know. So now she might, you know, be back for the next few years. I think. Uh, and Leonardo DiCaprio. Uh, yeah. Also, kind of the given of the night. It seemed like he was gonna win, and he did. Beating up Brian Cranston, Matt Damon, Michael Fassbender, Eddie Redmayne. Yeah. I mm-hmm. like Fassbender. I like the whole cast of Steve Jobs. I did too. But they has, were great. Has Fassbender won yet? No. No. So no. he's he's one of those ones where we'll find a role that's not nearly as good as the last five down the yeah, road exactly. and give it to him for that. He's going to no. do the remake. <laughs> like of, a Leo. Yeah. 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 He played Herbert Hoover. Well, like, congratulations. Yeah, yeah. It's like, no, but you understand he was in 12 Years a Slave and he was so, uh, forget it. <laughs> Magneto. When's he going to win for Magneto? Exactly. That's what I, I want. That's what I think. I agree with that. Next year, this time, X-Men Apocalypse, Michael <laughs> Fassbender. Best Picture went to Spotlight. Uh, I'm glad about that. Safe choice. I thought that was a great choice. Safe yeah. choice. Good film. Strong. It contender. meant something. That movie meant something. That's why I liked it. Yeah. Yeah. When are they just going to do something based on entertainment value? <laughs> well, listen. My, my, oh, wait, Mad Max was up for it. Yeah. That's awesome. My number one movie of the year was Inside Out. My number two, probably The Martian. Because and so that's who I would probably give the Oscar to. Because why not? I agree with you. The most enter- why can't the most entertaining movie of the year be the best? Mm-hmm. And yeah. to me, The Martian was crazily entertaining. Because it's hard to make a movie that's entertaining. You are a good movie if you can actually do that. Now, I mean, people were entertained. I guess is that not, probably not the word you'd use for spotlight. But you know, no. it, it made me angry. <laughs> but I, I agree. There should maybe just be a category for uh, I don't want to say most entertaining movie because that's kind of slighting these other yeah, ones but yeah. there should be something about based based on box office that you can only be nominated if you've made a certain amount of money like a blockbuster movie blockbuster there blockbuster you go blockbuster movie yeah you know 
Well, hey. Blockbuster had their had their awards. So. <laughs> and we know how that went. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, Spotlight is a classic Oscars choice, right? Yeah. It's an important movie. It's about an issue. And, of course, it has all these great actors and everybody turning in performances of a lifetime. So it's like I always want the the best film to be like this film that just achieved over, over you know, Spotlight. Like makes, Schindler's List. Spotlight makes no achievements in directing mm-hmm. necessarily. I mean, obviously everything's pretty well directed, but I'm saying like, you know, like a, a, a Mad Max or, or even The Martian, maybe it's just a little more of a triumph in terms of radical kind of new, different storytelling, but they never take into, that into account. That's no. entirely in my head as I get PO'd about whatever makes it. All right, listen, let's uh, take it home with Karen's birthdays, her weekly look at the birthdays of those who make the movies. Take it away. All right, let's start off our week of birthdays by wishing a very happy birthday to Mr. Charles Randolph. You may wonder who this guy is, Charles Randolph, but he's having a really big week. Between it being his birthday, of course, he just won an Oscar for best writing of an adapted screenplay for the big short... Shared with the great Adam McKay. Oh, mm-hmm. nice. It was interesting because whenever he was accepting his speech, somehow I saw that it was his birthday and I got all excited for him. And I thought, well, let's bring that to the table. <laughs> so he is currently working on two high profile scripts, including the remake of the Ten Commandments. What? How interesting would that be? Yeah, I suppose you could. Yeah. Well, it's a, that was a remake of the Bible. So yeah. we right? Just, uh, what's but what's re- up with all these remakes? Like, give me some new content. Oh, there, are, there are 96 in development right now. Oh, oh my goodness. And also he's working on the Western St. Agnes's Stand for director Martin Scorsese and produced by Steven Spielberg. Oh. That so would be interesting. That's a remake as well. They're working on that. Spielberg and Scorsese together? Well, mm-hmm. like to see that that would be interesting. Question. Put, yeah. Put a pin in it. You, you'll sure. continue, Karen, but I just want to throw it out to the room and we'll, we'll take it up afterwards when you're <laughs> done. Can anybody in this room, okay, let's say besides vacation, name a good remake. You go ahead, Karen. Because I've oh. I posed this to people before and people can't name it. Go ahead. Actually. Yeah, and vacation is really <laughs> Wait, I can. a continuation. Cape Fear. <laughs> oh, oh yeah, that's a good one. That's a good one. That's, that's a, a good, good one. one. Boy, that scared that the heck out of me. Doesn't one of the Planet of the Apes qualify? Like, eventually they made a good remake of that movie. Rise? I guess you're have right. A, Rise doesn't have a plot of the earlier Sabrina. One. Okay. I like yeah. Sabrina a lot. True Grit. True Grit. Oh, yeah, right. yeah, yeah, yeah. Good grit one. Is one of the good ones. 310 okay. to Yuma. Oh, I didn't see that. That's really a good, good call that as well. That was really good. Look at Matt Condy knocking it out of the wow, park. This is the first, like, like every time I pose this to someone, they're like, um. And I, I kind of the same way. I'm like, I, I don't know if there is a good remake. I went through a Western kick a couple years ago yeah. where all I did was watch all the like the classic yeah. Westerns and the remakes and things like that. Like even a couple weeks ago, I just watched Unforgiven. Yeah. Which is a, a remake as well. Oh, okay. Is it? So maybe you remake. can remake cowboy movies. Yeah. Westerns. By the way, interesting point, mm-hmm. point of thing here. Isn't it interesting when you watch all the classic Westerns, maybe Stagecoach or High Noon or whatever, they're all anti-Westerns. Like all the classics are not classic Westerns. They all have a different kind of formula. Anyway. Yeah. Talking about Westerns, let's wish a very happy birthday hey. to Daniel Craig, oh. who was in Cowboys and Aliens. Yes, he was. That yeah. was kind of a Western. I know that I like that movie because the lighting on his butt was fantastic. Yes, sir. That was not a bad movie. That was not a bad movie. Uh, I like that movie. Cowboys and Aliens? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. I thought it was a really movie. pretty good movie. However, uh, Spectre, my wife, who is English, was yes. not happy with. Uh-oh. Oh, I beg to differ. Yeah, she was not happy. <laughs> she loved the opening song, was happy, sp- speaking of Oscars, that mm-hmm. Sam Smith won. Okay, then we definitely differ. But 
Uh, yeah, she did not I'm like more of an all-time high guy, but you know. Well, uh, Daniel Craig, I can't remember his <laughs> real age. I think he's like 52 or something. I didn't look it up. But he can play anywhere from iconic British role of Oliver Twist to the iconic British role of James Bond, which apparently your wife is not happy about. Uh, you know what? I'm, I, yes? I hope he's 52 because... I'm if, guessing. I can't remember. you find out a guy like that will be your age, and you're like, oh, what am I doing? <laughs> <laughs> Also, also, Karen, yes. to a stormtrooper in The Force Awakens. Well, that's what I was going to get to. He is <laughs> the first Bond actor to have been born after the series began. That's Ooh, kind of interesting. interesting. And he's only five feet, ten inches tall, which is also making him the shortest actor to ever play James Bond. Aren't you a little short wow. for a stormtrooper? <laughs> and everybody always bemoans the fact that where's James Bond gone? It's not fun anymore. There's no more jokes. And so what? he was saying that he's going to give it about three movies before he starts bringing in the funny. So if my math is right, that means Skyfall. He should have started bringing in the funny. Anybody? Spectre. 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 Yeah, report to me. So four. He got to four and then he was funny. Do the trilogy mm-hmm. origin story and then have a Bond movie. Mm-hmm. And a Bond 25 mm-hmm. has been announced and rumored. Mm-hmm. So... Is that exciting for you guys? I haven't. Absolutely. It is. <laughs> Always. Yeah. yeah. I'm a, I'm I'll take a Bond movie. Every, uh, I, do you guys feel that he oh, is filling the shoes? I mean, Pierce Bronson yeah. thought he did a good job, but Pierce, that's Bronson, Pierce Bronson was awesome. He was great, yeah. right? Yeah, he was my top two. Yeah. I mean, I'm I'm a Connery, Pierce, uh, Moore, um, and then this guy and then Craig, Craig, and then, and then uh, Ro- <laughs> what was his name? Robert <laughs> Dalton. 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 Timothy Dalton. Well, he's Dalton. actually on your list. Well, you had to put him on there. You don't Dalton actually is a little he's underrated. He's on the end. Just yeah. because you want the entire list? <laughs> <laughs> Bart, you should have been watching TBS about 10, 15 years ago. Yeah. I think there was a lot of those Bond films <laughs> were on then. <laughs> I think now, I may have missed my call. Adam's <laughs> right. Um, we did get to see a little bit of Daniel Craig in a cameo on Star Wars, yeah. The Force Awakens. And the reason that happened, it seems, is because they were filming right across the soundstage from where they were filming The Force Awakens. Really? When he was filming Spectre. Spectre. Mm-hmm. So Craig just kind of cozied up with J.J. Abrams, and all he had to do was just slip out of his Tom Ford suit, and he went over and donned the white plastic helmet and did a little scene over there. Yeah, That's if, great. if anybody yeah. doesn't know, it's when uh, it's when Ray is uh, held prisoner by uh, Kylo Ren, and there's a stormtrooper there, and she tries to use the force on him, and she says, you will let me out of these restraints and leave with the door open. And he comes up and he says, I'll tighten those I'll restraints. I'll tighten them, yeah. And, and then she you know, goes into the force, and she says, you'll... Loosen these restraints and leave the door open. And he does. And she goes, uh, and drop your weapon. And he goes, and I'll drop my weapon. Which is a very funny <laughs> moment. Yep. So <laughs> that was him. He was just uh, having a little fun there, which is kind of cool because it shows that he's not as serious. He comes up a little serious, I think, he does. sometimes. Mm-hmm. I'm with you. He seems like a serious guy. You know, someone else is having a birthday that's not a serious guy. That would be Mr. Justin Bieber. He's turning 22. JB. Biebs, as I like to call him. Yeah, I checked his IMDb, and he can play anywhere from uncredited to himself. (laughs) (laughs) Rangy. Yeah, he's very rangy. I almost got a spit take out of Adam. That was fantastic. I was not prepared for that. That was good. Well, the uncredited is just because he didn't want to be listed as himself. He took an Alan Smithy on himself. No, no, don't list me as myself. Do not list me as Alan. I don't even want to be associated with that person. I don't even want to be me right now. He has numerous soundtrack credits just a ton on imdb so good for him and all that but he does have some acting credits and the latest one where he played himself was in zoolander 2 and it was actually really fun it starts off with him running from bad guys and then they kill him and it's really enjoyable (laughs) (laughs) he did a good job he delivers he delivers will ferrell's character continues to be amazed that Everyone's upset that he killed Justin Bieber. <laughs> <laughs> really mad at me? He's like, really? <laughs> so I'm just going to list very quickly some movies. You tell me whether or not Justin Bieber was Ooh. in them. Whoa. All right. I, Robot. 
No. No. All right, good. How about Men in Black 3? Uh, Probably ooh. no. Yes, yes. Uh, because he wasn't in Men in Black or Men in Black Two, but by three, you know. But as yeah. they make the same joke, like they make a Michael Jackson joke in the first one, where they go, "Oh, he's an alien" or whatever. I don't Probably, know. Do I uh, I didn't do that much research. Yeah. How about Footloose 2011? Yeah, it sounds like yeah. <laughs> no, I tricked sounds you. Sounds like a fake. Oh. He wasn't Boom, in that. Fake. <laughs> Karen fake. Classic Karen, Karen fake. fake. How about crime scene investigation? I know that's a TV he show. He was in that, probably. Yes, he and was. And they killed him there, too. And they did. It yeah. seems to be a running The game. universe is saying something. <laughs> trying to get this across to God. Kill that kid. <laughs> How about burlesque? No. Oh, before his time. I saw that. Uh, no. Bart, you could answer yeah, that better yeah, than no. the rest of us. Oh, that's right, Bart. Because you paid $30 you a ticket to, for yeah, that To take the Russian gymnast. Yeah. <laughs> oh, all right. Burlesque. And Classic lastly, story. Bart, you know how much I love when celebrities sing. This is true, Matt. People come up to me on the street all the time, and they say, tell me two fascinating things that's about fascinating. that Karen Volpe. And I say, first of all, she's twice the man, Eddie Rainman. Redman. <laughs> Damn it. Rain Man. Eddie, Eddie Rainman. Rain Rain <laughs> He's definitely <laughs> short. Eddie Rainman. Eddie Rainman is. Uh, definitely, definitely, guy. A, definitely a woman, definitely a woman. <laughs> and she loves when celebrities sing. I do, and you would think I'd want to hear some Justin Bieber, but I'm not going to do that to you. Where are you, you going to find him singing? you got to dig so deep. So instead, I decided another birthday girl, Jessica Biel. She's Ooh. having a birthday, and she's singing a little Mad About the Boy, which is one of those uh, old classic kind of sultry jazz songs from the, e- from the movie Easy Virtue, which was released in the UK, I guess, in November of last year. <gasps> And there she is, little Jessica Beale. Remember, she's hot, you guys, in case you don't like this singing. JT. Justin Timberlake. Oh, that's right. That's yeah, right. he wrote a they song just had about a baby. her. Didn't they have yeah. a baby? She squeezed one out for him. <laughs> she's he, beauty. She is. He that must total be. Total Recall was like her and Kate Beckinsale. I think i to watch that movie. Not a great remake. She had like sprinter's thighs. Who was the girl from <laughs> Flashdance? Jessica, Jessica Beale. Beale. Uh, no, I'm sorry. Jennifer Beals. Oh! Jennifer Beals. I thought Jessica. you said that at first. No. Yeah. This is Jessica Alba. This is oh. Jessica Beals. Oh. You're so I dumb. A lot of the Jessica's confused. <laughs> By the way, other good uh, remakes. Girl with a Dragon Tattoo, uh, Burt Cage, The Departed, and True Lies. Wait a minute. The Departed was a remake? Of an oh, eight, that's so. True Lies. I Does love it that. count? Infernal Affairs? Does it count? Maybe you maybe Infernal remake Affairs. a foreign one? A little boring. That's uh, like saying that what was it supposedly Reservoir Dogs was a remake of City on Fire, yeah. and you rent City on Fire, and you go, you go, you get an hour and a half in, and you go, I've seen no connection to it. <laughs> supposedly the half hour is a lot like Reservoir Dogs, but I'm like, come on. The yeah. last, yeah, the last <laughs> twenty minutes, I think. It's just like Star Wars, except it doesn't take place in space, and it involves a zoo, and you know, whatever. <laughs> come on. Uh, what about what about uh, Avatar and? Uh, Dance uh, Dances with Wolves. So super unsimilar, it's out of control. <laughs> yes, there's Wait, a guy who Avatar goes to a place. was a remake of Dances with Wolves? There's a guy who goes to a place. That's the similarity. That. <laughs> when we went to see it, I thought you said that. Did I say that? It's the same plot line. Oh. Yeah. It's, it's the same book. plot line of a lot of things, yeah, actually. Outsider Avatar. comes in, you know. Except Kevin Costner didn't reinvent cinema to make his. It's a remake of that. the Iraq War. <laughs> yes. Uh, that's oh, we remade the, the Iraq War everybody. recently when George W. <laughs> yeah. did that, They should right? remake Flight of the Intruder. I just watched that again today. Here's why. They should make <laughs> movies that are okay and then give them a shot. Make them better. Flight mm-hmm. of the Intruder was okay. Yeah. But give it a shot. Maybe it'd be great second time out. I don't know, man. That that very last uh, monologue, that last scene with... Um, In The Intruder? Uh, Brad Johnson? No. Uh, or Flight. Uh, shoot. <laughs> I totally just blanked on this. Sorry, I, I messed with you. Go Flight. Famous actor. 
So we, that's why we need JT to remake Walsh? it. Then you'll remember. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> Mac put and Jonah me. Hill in there, and it'll be fun. Mac and me. Turner, Turner, Turner and Hooch. Mac and yeah. me. Back that truck Turner up and, and start it up again. I'm trying to end the show, everybody. Yeah. So let's uh, do that. You can follow us on Twitter at The Movie Guys for daily jokes and links. Also on Facebook.com slash The Movie Guys, iTunes, Vimeo, YouTube, SoundCloud, Vine, Instagram, all that. Do we do any Vine anymore? No, we don't really. No, do we Does don't. it even exist? Do I, not I, go to Vine. Logged yeah. on to it with my phone, and it didn't come up. Is it gone? Oh, maybe. Does it exist? I think everyone Instagrams now. Because you can do the same yeah. length of videos. Thanks to Matt Condi, everybody. Or Periscope. Thank you, guys. Or Periscope. Yeah, Search sure. Matt Condi, C O N D E, on YouTube and watch his shorts, including the really depressing one. It's all over. Is it, or it's like all to fair. Watch his shorts, oh, uh, yeah, all is fair. I'm happy to hear you made a bunch of comedies because that one will bum me out. Yeah. <laughs> that was a great story, though. It was we, a great story. I really like that story. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it, was, it was about soldiers coming back into the country with grudges, let's just Ooh. say. That's good. Um, also, thanks to Steve Schultz for his writing contributions to the show every Hi, week. Steve. And as always, we owe everything to Pat, Pat Peach. Peach. Next week, we'll be back to find out just what the hell 10 Cloverfield Lane is. Ooh. As well as Sacha Baron Cohen's new film. Hi. And just the opposite oh, of wait. that. This one a looks movie so good. about Teenage Jesus. See you then. Mark Strong should be in everything. Oh, Next okay. week, a tribute to Mark Strong. I'm going to work on that. He's the best. Lord knows Willem Dafoe. Willem Dafoe. Willem Dafoe. Movie guys. <laughs>